shower, hit the bar of soap, put a little water on it, and rub it all underneath your armpits, around your balls, and your fucking asshole. What do you smelly prick? Here's a tube of toothpaste. What you do is you pour some of this out on a little toothbrush, and you scrub them fucking gimmicks in your in your mouth. They're called teeth. Get all that yellow shit off of them. Your breath don't smell like a motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? Deodorant. It's a miracle worker. You put it under your fucking armpits. You get me? Yeah, there you go. Stone Cold Steve Austin with your health update of the day here on a Friday. And welcome to a fun Friday edition of the Arnie State Show. Glad you could make it this morning. And yes, my music this morning was dedicated to the one and only Queen Elizabeth II. Who, by the way, and, and I got a lot of messages yesterday. Yeah, that, that was a great roast to Zach Wilde. I uh, got a lot of messages yesterday, and sadly, sadly, no, 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 I did not have her on the official death list in 2022. She was going to be my first pick of 2023. But you know what? I bet you her and Betty White got together, and she's like, Hey, boy, Miss Betty. Why don't you go ahead and croak the day before, and then he'll get me think, uh, thinking of me, and then I'll croak early, right before his birthday, and that way he cannot pick me. Criminy sakes. Oh, man. I was, like, driving yesterday. We're going, we were on our way for our, our, our weekly trip to... Bucky's Yay! Bucky's yeah. and, and sure enough, the news came across. Queen Elizabeth was dead. Mm-mm-mm. Well, well, look, I'll update you. Let me say good morning to everybody first. Hangtown Jen, first in today. Look at that. Good morning to you, Hangtown Jen. How about a nice chef's hat this morning? When a man has a lady gay correct fills her colon with whipped cream and dumps his testes inside there you go wow the the gaping man oh man we haven't had a gaping in a while whipped cream and then you dip your balls in there all right fantastic mike needs some soap then too 
Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says, happy ass Friday, ass family. Who sent me, who was it that sent, was it Kale that sent me somebody, somebody's uh, stealing from me on TikTok? I couldn't open it up on this phone. If you email it to me, um, I can probably open it. I didn't get to see what it was. Andrew in the house, he says, happy Friday, ass family. We'll write back to you, my friend. Uh, Oh, my lucky stars. Wow, the one, the only. Bratty Kid is definitely in the house. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. Well, I, I, that's true. And shut your damn cake off. Okay, I will. I hope you have a spectacular day. Cowboys girl, good morning to you. She says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday. Erised is in the house. There you go, Erised. Good morning to you in Oklahoma today. V. Coop says, all sales in the U.K. today are royalty free. Ah. <laughs> There you go. Uh, Cowboys Girl says California's on fire again. We have a bad one. It started in Oxbow, 0% contained. Our high today is 109. Very, very bad. Charles finally got the job after 73 years. Boy, you know he was walking around. He, he cannot wait to get back to Buckingham Palace. He is going to walk around and sit in that throne naked. Hey, blowing me, mother. You finally croaked, and now I'm the king. Well, I'll update that. Hold on, everybody. Let me let me say some good mornings now. Swoosh says, uh, morning, ass family. Happy Friday. Okay, thank you, uh, Kale. Let's see, let's see if I can open it here. I don't know if I'll be able to open it there. Uh, the Sex Pistols are about to hit the charts again. Well, that's how I played the original Sex Pistols today. All right, let's see. There's two little kids. On the TikTok, kid get hit in the nuts. That was that's what it was. I don't know how that's stealing from me, but that's okay. Uh, let's see. Um, does it come up on here? Yeah, I, I had two kids like uh, getting hit, like a kid getting hit in the nuts. Yeah, he's got like uh, here's, here's the sound. All right, he's got like a little robotic thing. <laughs> And the kid got hit in the nuts. All right. I, I, I don't do a nut shot, but for a wrong one, no. Okay, that's the wrong one. Uh, all right, well, he looks for the right one. Yeah, yesterday, at the uh, grand old age, uh, it was about the vegan eating meat. No, I haven't seen that. That's bullshit. They're stealing from me again like Saturday Night Live did. Thank you, Kale. I appreciate that. Queen Elizabeth, the longest-running monarch, uh, served for, what, 70,000 years? She croaked yesterday uh, at Balmoral Castle in Scotland at the ripe old age of 96. She died peacefully, they said. Well, that's good. Yeah, I I wish that upon everyone to die peacefully, unless you're an enemy of mine. Then I don't want it to be so peacefully. Um... They, they had a feeling this was going to be happening. Uh, she swore in the new prime minister, some some ugly broad. By the way, by the way, they showed fucking Tony Blair leaving, or, 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 or Boris, Boris Johnson. Yeah, Tony Blair, was he, he was a handsome fellow. Boris Johnson, they showed him walking out of the prime minister's residence, and he had a hot blonde next to him. Now, is that his daughter? Or, or is that his wife? Because if that's his wife, goddamn, she don't believe in a fucking comb. All right, here we go. Guilt-free. No, I got something even better. Dude, I told you. There's going to be a bunch of vegans coming to this party. I asked you to do one thing. 
Dude, no, they're gonna love this. It's guilt-free beef. What is guilt-free beef? All the cows that this meat came from, they deserved it. What do you mean they deserved it? These cows weren't innocent creatures being slaughtered. They were executed okay. for crimes. All right, yeah. See, that's what Saturday Night Live did. See, I started it all. See, I was going to let my I let my cows die of old age. All rabbits, deer, elk. You want to eat bear? We'll have bear up there, too. And we've got them all hooked up to my... I need to find, like, Jeff Bezos or somebody like that to invest in this company. And they die of old age. They die of natural... They died like the queen. Right? And, and as soon as that monitor goes up, we have a team of people there, a team of butchers ready to go. And they, they slice and dice and chop it up, and then they serve it to vegans. That is truly guilt-free milk. Uh, thank you, Kale. I appreciate that. Fucking bullshit. More people stealing from me. <gasps> Again. So she died uh, yesterday. Before we get to the official... You know, uh, uh, person taking over, we, we know who it is. We already know who it is. Um, hold on, I got to delete that. Uh, Queen's net worth, uh, her net worth homes will be bequeathed to the family. She was worth about $447 million. I don't know. How about you give that back to the British people that pay for you to do nothing? You're a glorified fucking DJ if you're in the royal family. And by the way, by the way, why are our flags at half-staff? Didn't we, I, 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 I mean, I could, I could be wrong, but the year 1776 comes to mind. And we were in a fight, and I think that was her first year of ruling, by the way, was 1776. And we, we stomped a mud hole in England and walked that bitch dry. You see, we got our independence, and we're flying our flags a half-staff for Now, come on, man. Come on, man. I understand respecting the lady. She was a nice gal and everything. She wasn't a world leader. Hell, the Pope does more than she does. I, have, I need to amend my statement. I need to amend my, my ruling of the greatest jobs in the world. Number one, of course, greatest job in the world, Supreme Court justice. You, you can't get fired. You get to you get to stay there till you die, and you get to upgrade laws. Number two is the Pope. Pope don't do really shit, and he gets protected all the time. Number three was a weatherman in Arizona. I got to say, number four, greatest job, being in the royal family. Boy, I tell you. I tell you what. Man, oh, man, they ain't got to do shit. They don't even do grand openings of AMPMs. At least DJs do that. These people walk around in the finest silks and linens. And the British, the British people pay for it. And the British people fall over backwards for them. I'd be thinking, I would be throwing feces at these people. I'm telling you right now. 
If they were to walk outside one day... Feces! 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 Oh, my God. I need to take that idea to Shark Tank. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. Ogre says, my mom reminded me yesterday how we're related to the queen. Like my great-great-grandmother was second cousins with Queen Victoria. It reminds me of how Queen Lizzie used to invite us over for tea and lines of coke. I mean, and you look at the family tree. That family tree ain't got a whole lot of branches. My jokes today on uh, TikTok were number one. Uh, was what do you get when you cross Queen Elizabeth and Prince Charles? Dead in a tunnel. And you know you're laughing. And then the other one was, what do the royal families and deli meats have in common? They're both in bread. And then you got a pedophile in the family, too, with Prince Andrew, allegedly. Arnie, I don't care what these leftist, retarded television celebrities say. You're the GOAT, and they need to pay you for your ideas. Amen. Thank you, Fred. Battleborn says, my flag won't be at half-staff until Sunday, 9-11. You're damn right. That's when it should be. Not when the fucking queen dies. All right, your out says, thank you, Arnie. I will never understand the fascination and the blind loyalty toward the royals ever. Those jokes hit like oncoming traffic. I'll tell you what it is. I, I, I'm going to tell you, look, this is what it is. Um, and I'm not going to out this person that I know uh, that we called yesterday that was in tears over this. The royal family, a lot of people have a big fascination. And, and look, I have a f- fascination with Trish Stratus wrestling in cream corn that not a lot of people will understand. But I got it. Uh, wait, who put the? I, I saw it driving around yesterday. I saw a couple places yesterday with it flying, and I, I, I was like, that can't be for the queen. But I guess we're doing it to honor her because I don't know if they fly their flags at half staff when, when you know, one of our presidents dies. Not sure. No, Braddy Kid, you will not. Um, it's this fascination with princes and princesses, and America has had it for a long, long time. Look, we refer to when JFK, back into the left, back into the left, when JFK was in office, you know, as briefly as it was, they referred to it as Camelot, and Americans have this fascination, and look, we've had this fascination for a long time. People watch the fucking the, the wedding uh, of uh, of Diana and Charles. Still one of the most watched things to ever happen. People got up early to watch Willie and Kate get married. Hey, <laughs> Kate. <laughs> it's like an episode of Elf. Hey, Willie, watch me fuck Kate in the ass. And, and, and they did the same thing for the Markles. When Prince Harry lost his last name and his soul when he married Meghan Markle. Who, by the way, they were conveniently over there last week. I want to know where Meghan Markle was when the Queen died. Oh, I'm betting she had a pillow in her hands. Oh, I'm telling you the truth right now. And by the way, they could be getting their titles back if Daddy allows it. Uh, any statement from the Markles? I'm sure everyone is bated breath for that. Yeah. Well, the Markles were over there, conveniently. 
Willie and Kate, they, they're taking separate cars. They're doing all this stuff. The money that she got of the $447 million that she's worth, she got $85 million when her mama died, and then $12 million when her husband, Prince Philip, died. Now, that motherfucker was creepy. He, he was like the old man on Family Guy, but in the real world. The monarch gets 15% of the profit of large property estate, which once belonged to the monarchy. It was worth $10 billion. That income will now pass directly to her successor, Charles. So, so now we got, and she had a bunch of dogs. She had a bunch of corgis and, and other shit. Uh, I guess the family's going to, like, you, you know, do that. Now Camilla is going to be the queen consort, whatever the fuck that is. That's a queen without being actually the queen. That means when Charles dies, she's kicked out. And then it's King Willie. But we need to come up. We, we, we need to come up with the title for Charles. Is it going to be King Charles, which I think that's boring. We, 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 here, 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 the, uh, here, here, the ideas. King Charlie. Kind of, kind of, you know, maybe a little hipper. King Chuck. We could go back and re-record the, the song King Tut, but with King Chuck. Maybe. Now, this one, I don't think we're going to go with this one because nobody ever likes this one. King Chaz. Yeah, no, they, 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 uh, maybe maybe King Les, Charles Les. I, 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 I'm not sure. I, I like King Chuck. King Chuck is uh, King Chuck is what I'm going to uh, refer to him as because uh, William, I, look, he's already Prince Willie. And their kids are like like Prince Harry or whatever his name is, Mr. Markle. He he there's no chance. There there's gonna have to be a bus accident for him to become king. Uh I didn't watch either of those weddings and I don't get the fascination with them. Yeah, I, I think it's uh it was lost after my generation, I think. It's my generation and a little bit of the one before. They have this real fascination with the royal family. Hey, look, that's their thing, whatever. Go go fine. But don't fly flags a half-staff. I think that's some bullshit. Uh, getting back titles back, they gave them up. It's not like they were taken away. You don't give something thrown in your face. Well, look, I, I think that daddy's going to give it back. So after yesterday, sad day, will the Diana joke come back into rotation? I told a Diana joke yesterday. Hell, I told one this morning. Diana joke yesterday was uh, given to me by V. Coop. What was the last thing to go through Diana's mind? Her knees. I, I, I mean, look, why did the princess cross the street? Because she wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Do you know that Princess Diana had dandruff? They found her head and shoulders in the glove compartment. In my all-time favorite, did you know that Princess uh, Diana was on the radio the day she died? Yeah, she was also on the steering wheel, the clutch, and all over the upholstery. King Chuck sounds like Diana exiting the vehicle. Yeah, I like King Chuck. I mean, it begs the cry. You don't fuck with King Chuck. 
I like it. The problem is, is King Chuck, look, I'm old, so I remember all this shit, or I remember a lot of this shit. You remember when King Chuck, I got to get remember because he's no longer Prince Charles. When King Chuck was trying to play polo, Marco, motherfucker fell off the horse a bunch of times. Him and them big-ass ears of his. Shit, man. If he was a wrestler, he wouldn't get cauliflower ear. He'd get fucking watermelon ear, probably. Them things, hell, Dumbo was like, hey, that's copyright infringement right there, pal. But yes, the 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 queen is the queen is no longer here. Well, I tell you what, she had a good run, a good run at doing nothing, and having people bow and curse. I'm telling you, you know what? I, look look here. Th- this is what we're gonna do right now. I'm just gonna say it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing. And listen. After careful consideration and thought, becoming the king or queen of England is the greatest job in the world. Look, look. You have to curtsy to them. You have to bow. Oh, motherfucker, I'm telling you right now, if it was King Arnie under uh, ruling and you didn't bow or kiss the fucking rings, off with your head. Can they still can they can they still order beheadings? Because I'd bring it back. They, if I was King Chuck, I'd bring beheadings back. Get me the royal boy, and oh boy, my royal jester. It's going to be a battle between Jimmy Carr and Ricky Gervais. We're going to bring smut back to England. I'm going to be I I'm going to make England a fun place to live again if I was ever the the king. Oh, man. Bring back the punk rock movement. Oh, hell yeah. Look, their food has never, ever been worth a fuck, so I'm going to get the Royal Army and the Royal Navy, even though we don't really need the Navy for this. We're going to go invade France, and we're going to take all of their good restaurants and all that shit and bring it back to England, and I'm going to make England eat good again. Oh, I'd be dead on day one. No, no, Braddy Kid. You you would be in the gallows. But I mean, I'm looking at this picture. She's got these like big old Persian rugs, a gold piano, gold frames everywhere. It looks like she's at Donald Trump's house. That's one thing I always remember about Trump when he walked in front of her, uh, of her like, bitch, you run the country, I run the world. Oh, man, the media lost their minds over that when Trump's a rock star. I'm just telling you right now, you walk in front of me, off with your fucking head. And I'm going, and, and you know what? Look, look here, this is the other thing I'm going to do. So uh, I guess they're going to be called the King's Guard now, no longer the Queen's Guard. You know, the guys with them big old pom-pom hats? Wear the red jackets and they goose step. Uh, I know they still goose step, and we're going to have to have a talk about that. But I'm going to get them all together. We're going to get in a room together and be like, guys, take your hats off. All right, King Arnie here. Now look here. I'm tired of seeing all these videos where people poke at you and they try to make you react. We're going to change things up a little bit. 
if somebody pokes at you to try to react, I want you to whoop their monkey ass. Because this king ain't playing no more. I'm taking the king's guard into the House of Parliament, and I'm going to put on my damn king wig and say, things are changing here in Great Britain. I have a hat that says, make Great Britain all right again. Uh, I, I, did, I, I find it truly amazing that the world did stop so much yesterday for this. I mean, I get it. She's been, you know, she's been the head of, of Great Britain, quote unquote, for the last 76 years. She took over when she was 20. You think she, she threw out the royal puss a lot? Like before she got with uh, King George or King, you know, kind of King George or her husband, whatever, Edward. I don't know. What was his fucking name? Prince William and Kate moved to Windsor Castle or Queen. Uh, and Prince Philip. I'm sorry, Prince Philip. You think before she got together with Prince Philip, she was throwing that royal puss around? She's like, oh, blimey, go down on the queen. I mean, I would if I was her. The story, Jeff Bezos slams professor wishing Queen Elizabeth an excruciating death. Look, there are a lot of people in Great Britain that hate the royal family. They hate it. Why? Because they steal from the people of Great Britain. This is a monarchy that has no powers. I mean, Burger King has more powers than this royal family. The Princess Diana memes are on fire since the queen died. I love the interweb. Oh, I love the ones where they're, they're showing Diana like training. Like they've stuck Diana's head on Rocky when he's getting ready for Drago. They're waiting for that because the Princess Diana's fixing to whoop a open a can of whoop ass on her. I'm telling you, you know what though, I I I gotta say, if they fight, I might take the queen. The the queen, I think she fights dirty. I think she's gonna kick her in the goodies. The queen would blow some squirt down a hall and have guys, twenty guys, slide through it like a slip and slide. Alicia says, good morning, y'all. The memes have been gold. Oh, they have been. Emotional King Chuck pictured at Tarmac at Aberdeen Airport. Well, look here. Of course he's going to be emotional. That's his mama. Now, come on. Look, we can make fun of King, we can make fun of King Chuck and everything. Man lost his mother. It's a sad, sad story. I ain't going to pick on King Chuck too much today or tomorrow because I know what it's like to lose, you know, your mama. And he lost his daddy last year. I mean, all in all, Prince Charles is now an orphan, if you want to believe what my sister told me the uh, day after my dad died. Um, anything else on the Queen? Oh, 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 I have the, uh, the royal schedule of how they're mourning. And they are playing this one out big. All right. So here we go. Today, King Chuck 
and, and Ugo, uh, the Camilla, they they come back to London. Then Chuck is going to have his first audience with the monarch and Prime Minister Liz Truss. Uh, Chuck decides that the royal mourning will last from now until seven days after the funeral. Good Lord, like I said, they are going to draw this shit out. Bells will toll at Westminster Abbey and gun salutes will be fired in Hyde Park. King Chuck is going to be on TV early tonight. Remember its service at at St. Paul's Cathedral at 6 p.m. with 2,000 members of the public. Parliament will sit at 12 p.m. to allow members to pay their respects until 10 p.m. That's all today. Then tomorrow, get ready, because this goes up until after my birthday. Nothing is planned on my birthday because those motherfuckers recognize. Uh, Tomorrow, uh, the Accession Council meets at St. James Palace to formally proclaim Chuck as king. The Privy Council gathers without the king to proclaim the new monarch. Chuck will also hold audience with the Prime Minister and the Cabinet. Senior MPs will take an oath of allegiance to the king at 2 o'clock. Then on Sunday, on 9-11, while we're actually mourning the death of important people, the Queen's coffin will be taken to the palace of the uh, Holy Rood House in Edinburgh, Scotland. Proclamations will be read and devoted uh, parliaments in Edinburgh, Cardiff, and Belfast. Monday, royal procession expected. Service at the vigil of Prince of Members. God damn, this is long. Tuesday, the coffin is expected to be flown to London and rest at Buckingham Palace. Then a rehearsal for the procession will happen. Then on Wednesday, the Queen lying in state begins at Westminster Hall for four days. Jesus, God. Boy, they better embalm her with something that smells good. The Archbishop of Canterbury will conduct a short service. Hundreds of thousands of people will file past the coffin. Lying in state continues on Thursday and Friday. Then on Monday, September 19th, finally the last day, funeral's going to happen. Coffin procession on a gun carriage pulled by sailors. Senior family is expected to follow behind it. We'll see if the Markles Markles will have to. The service will be televised and a national two minutes of silence expected to be held. Same day as the funeral, the Queen's coffin will be taken to St. George Chapel. Later in the evening, there will be a private service. And the Queen's final resting place will be uh, the King George VI Memorial Chapel. Fuck, that's a lot. So I guess the Queen no longer squirts. No, I guess we can't ask that question anymore. Zach just texted, I don't even think President Reagan's service was that long. No. Douglas, good morning to you. Happy Friday. 
King Chuck is going to fire the long-term butler who is really the queen's fluffer, chowing down on her when she was sitting at the throne. Yeah, Andrew says, God damn, she's going to be right by the time this ends. Ogre says, but wait, the ceremonies don't end just yet. Charles eventually gets coronated, and Prince Willie is invested as the Prince of Wales. Douglas says, so many people are talking about the monarchy and being excited about a new king, and I'm like, fuck the monarchy. Not new. Prince Charles has been there for 100 fucking years, too. Gold says, damn, they're acting like if she's royalty or something. hundred bucks says Biden falls asleep and shits his pants during the week. Oh, oh, my God. Please tell me that Joe Biden is going to this funeral. Oh, oh, my God. Holy shit. Oh, Biden at this funeral. Oh, we can just, oh. Please say something like this, Joe. By the way, my sympathies to your the family of your F, uh, uh, your, your CFO, who uh, un- dropped dead very unexpectedly. My best to their family. It's tough stuff. Yeah, be sure you go up to Charles and say, hey, man, this is tough stuff. Uh, by the way, a uh, big announcement here Tuesday. Tommy's going to be on the show. That's right. Tommy is going to be on the show on Tuesday. Can't wait for that. I'm looking forward to that. Joe will say he wants to keep alive the honor of her death. Or he pulls one of these. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Horror of the Holocaust. Oh, Jesus. I remember there was a protest against the crown. What was it? Oh, yeah, the Revolutionary War. Pepperidge Farms remembers. You motherfuckers that have brought that Pepperidge Farms back. Yesterday, I, I, I got home, or I, I walked in into the living room, and, and I, li- I still like oatmeal raisin cookies because I'm four. And Freddy Kid had left me a package of Petridge, Pepperidge Farms, and I just started, Pepperidge Farms remembers. Love those commercials. Oh, Joe has to be there. Oh, man. Joe will go up and start fisting her corpse. Jesus. <laughs> Just don't let Jill talk. The diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Fuck you, Jill. You're a horrible fucking woman. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. This kind of shit. Come on, man. Oh, now speaking of Joe. Okay, we're, we're, we're done with the queen. Everybody okay that we're done with the queen? Uh, she She's dead. Ain't nothing going to change that. Her family, I, 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 I ain't gonna make too much. I, I ain't gonna call over there, you know, and ask if you know the queen's running. You, know, you better catch her. Um, no, no. Instead, instead, we got to talk about Joe coming on TV tonight. Oh man, Joe, Joe needs to stay away from anything that has a microphone and a camera. 
Oh, man, today is starting off great. I'm all over here chuckling at my desk with ass in my earbuds. Good. Kamala Harris speaks. When death comes knocking at your door, it rings the doorbell. Yes, Kamala will say something like, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Together, we are expanding access to transportation. Seems like maybe it's a small issue. It's a big issue. You need to get to go and need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work. And get home. Yep. Yeah, you got to get home. Uh, Joe's going to be on TV tonight, channeling his inner John F. Kennedy. Well, I, I, I hate to say this, but I hope that somebody is... <laughs> I hope somebody's channeling their inner Lee Harvey. Oh, because he has a speech on ending cancer for good. Joe, 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 you're not going to stop cancer. I I know that you lost your son, and I'm sorry that you lost your son, the good one, due to brain cancer. But you're not going to say you couldn't stop COVID. Monkeypox happened under your watch, Joe. Monkeypox. He's going to be speaking uh, in Boston at the Kennedy Library. It'll take uh, place 60 years of the anniversary of President John F. Kennedy's moonshot speech. Biden will push his administration's efforts to have the cancer death rate over the next 25 years. With what money? What money are you going to use, Joe? You've given all the money to fucking college dropouts that are going to pay off their loans now. Or not. By the way, God bless the state of Mississippi. They came out and they said they are going to tax the shit out of those people. Is it going to have another Hitler-esque speech? I hope so. I hope he's got those red pillars or the, the red awnings behind him. Just leave the military out of it, Joe. Christopher says, what drives me nuts about Jill? We don't make breakfast tacos. It's not a thing, goddammit. Breakfast burrito. I don't, don't. Taco, breakfast tacos are a huge thing in Texas. Breakfast burritos are big in California. No, no, we have breakfast tacos. That's what they're called here. I go to Bucky's and get my, you know, sausage, egg, and, and, and refried bean tacos. Translation, we're going to make up some fun and tax the shit out of you. In the name of cancer research, Alicia says, "Good for Mississippi. First thing good, th- first good thing Mississippi's done in a hundred years." In his remarks, Biden will be laying out a vision for another American moonshot. This is the speech he's going to steal from right here. Hold on. Not that. I I don't know what this is for. Some kind of, okay, bullshit. Let's go, JFK. Start talking. When we meet in an hour of change and challenge, in a decade of hope and fear, in an age of both knowledge and ignorance, the greater our... (laughs) I couldn't resist. 
I don't care. That's not funny to anybody else. That was funny to me. Uh, Joel talked about how his mom dropped him off at the moon and asked why there's so many colored kids there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Brian Williams will tweet about his Apollo missions. <laughs> oh, my God. All these celebrities are coming out. Uh, Julie Andrews. Oh, it's like we lost a friend. I didn't lose a friend. Okay, all right. So so Captain Idiot's going to be speaking tonight. Why? Just, just stop, man. Stop rolling this old bastard out there. He's going to fuck up this speech somehow. He's going to equate it to AIDS or, or black people or or chimichangas. I, I, I'm not sure. Just it, It's a bad move. It's a fucking bad move, Joe. Don't do it. Now, speaking of bad moves, oh, boy, the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois, you have, or Illinois, sorry, there's no S on that. Illinois, you have officially jumped the fucking shark. Are you ready for this? I'm not making this up. Starting on January 1st, 2023, a new Illinois law takes effect, and it will, it will do away with the cash bail system in the entire state. Meaning, If you're arrested and you're, you're, you're a suspect and you're charged with felonies, which include, get ready for this, second-degree murder, aggravated battery, kidnapping, and even arson, you will be released Without bail. The Safety, Accountability, Fairness, and Equity Act. Uh, also, uh, oh, it's called the Safe T Act. Uh, Equity-Today Act. The Safe T Act. Would in cash bail and includes tw- 12 non-detainable offenses. Second-degree murder, aggravated battery, arson without bail, as well as drug-induced homicide, kidnapping, burglary, robbery, intimidation, aggravated DUI, aggravated fleeing and eluding, drug offenses, and threatening a public official. Well, that's good to know, because as soon as January 1st, 2023 happens, I will go to Illinois, and I will threaten the mayor. We have an example of why this is a fucking bad idea. I don't care that the girl was white. I don't care that she was an heiress to a billionaire. I don't care about any of that. She's a human being who went out for a jog last week. 
She was kidnapped. I don't know if she was raped, but we'll go ahead and say probably raped. Murdered and left in a garbage can by a guy who was released. I believe he was charged with rape and they let him go. Happened in Portland a few weeks ago. Judge says, hey, you're not going to commit any crimes, are you? Oh, no, sir, Judge. Committed murder. What are you doing? What are we doing? Be careful going to Chicago, Arnie. Remember, it's MAGA country. We're, we're going to release... I want you to think about this. I want you to think that somebody is going to rob your house. They come in and they rob your house, and they get caught robbing your house, and they're let go immediately. Didn't some guy who bribed, like, part of the Pacific Fleet in San Diego cut off his ankle monitor and he's left town? Nobody knows where he is now. What are we doing? Like, I, 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 this is not funny Arnie anymore. This is fucking pissed off Arnie anymore. If you, arson, if you burn down my house and I see you do it and you get arrested for it and you're released 20 minutes later, guess what? See, this is, this is a bad idea, Chicago, because what you're doing is you're advancing the role of vigilantes. So I'll tell you this right now. You, you try to burn down my house, I'm going to follow you down to the courthouse. I'm going to wait until they release you, find out where you get released, and then I'm going to kill you. I've said it. I'm not afraid. I, I won't walk that back. They better fucking let me go immediately, too. Tweet Kathy Griffin, if you want to be raped and murdered, vote blue. This is insanity. This is true insanity. And, and I thought that, that the vice president of the United States, who was the attorney general of California, and got that job by sucking dick. She held people in jail longer than they were supposed to be held in there. I mean, oh, bullshit. That, that's all this is. Somebody emailed me. I, I'm sorry, I don't have my phone. Oh, wait, here we go. Let's see. Who, who emailed me yesterday? Um, uh, uh, Battleborn in Nebraska emailed me. He said, hey, can you look this up to see if it's true? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's damn true. This is sad. I, I, I have to say that when I got to visit Chicago, I fell in love with that city. You couldn't pay me enough to go back there. That, I, I'm sorry. I, I, and I would only visit the nice part, the Miracle Mile there, Michigan Avenue and downtown. I don't even want to go there. I don't want to give that city any money. 
we're turning America back into the 70s again. All you got to do is look at New York City. New York City! People are getting fucking assaulted on the streets with hammers. They're getting beat up. Rick Moranis, he got punched out of nowhere. Nothing's being done there. Now, the third biggest city in America, well, the second biggest city in America, L.A., they've got nothing but homeless people living on the streets there. Third biggest city in America, Chicago. Well, they're going to be releasing all these people. Fourth biggest city, San Francisco, has allowed a fucking algae system to fuck up the San Francisco Bay, and it's going to cost $14 billion. That's why you never ask the question, what's next? Because I can't believe it. The years that New York politicians like Ed Koch and Rudy Giuliani, before everybody hated him, he was America's mayor. He cleaned up Times Square. He made it a tourist attraction. And now they aren't getting tourism there. Why? Because it's too fucking dangerous. The American experiment is slowly dying. Slowly my ass. I mean, they put, they fucking, they dropped it into third gear here now. Speaking of Chirac, Portillo's is supposed to be opening a restaurant in DFW. Looking forward to that. Let me just say this real quick to Portillo's. Fuck you. Yeah, I've been to Portillo's in Chicago. It's amazing. Their sausage sandwiches are great. They had a food truck here a few weeks ago because they're opening up in the colony up in uh, the northern part of Dallas, uh, Fort Worth area. And their food truck was supposed to be there from like 1 to 4. Get off the show, hightail it up there. There's no food truck. There's no nothing. I got to eat at a fucking P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's has gone downhill. I just got to tell you that right now. And we get down to P.F. Chang's, and there's the Portillo fellas. Oh, yeah, we, we had to switch the time. Well, you didn't put that on your Facebook page? Well, we put it up there last night. Last night? I wasn't on your damn page last night. Scumbags? Yes, I'm still going to go eat there, but fuck you them. I'm not going to, you know what? I'm not going to clean my tray off the table. I don't work there. But Arnie, seriously, no more mean tweets, right? And by the way, hey, other countries are watching. They're watching this implosion happen. And we, we need to stop the implosion. Uh, Jason Whitlock said the demand for racism is far greater than the supply in America. It truly is. Oh, we try to clean up the homeless system. They're going to find some sort of racism in there. I I got a great system. This is what they should do. I'm just telling you this is what they should do. You get all those fine firefighters out there in Los Angeles area, and let's just hose the homeless out. I don't care if you you hose them into the ocean I don't care if you hose them into San Diego. Hell, I'd say hose them all the way down to Mexico. 
But enough is enough. Jason Whitlock's that big fat brother, right? He got into it with Dave Portnoy and, and Jason Whitlock. I, I like Jason Whitlock, but he's he's kind of becoming a little bit of a bitch, I gotta say. This is ridiculous. This is completely ridiculous that they're doing this. And of course, Mayor Gollum, she had to come out and talk yesterday. Don't hose the homeless into the ocean, they'll leave a ring and start an algae plume. Oh, good old Mayor Gollum was out yesterday, and she was talking. Nobody likes you. You're a liar and a thief murderer. Now, I want you to remember this phrase here. Chicago, sanctuary city. Meaning, that's a safe place for illegal immigrants to go where they won't turn you in. Chicago, sanctuary city. Even though yesterday, another bus with over 100 immigrants or migrants were moved to an Illinois suburb after being welcomed in Chicago. The migrants were staying at a Hampton Inn in Burr Ridge and a Holiday Inn in Courtside. Um... An estimated 300 illegals have been bused from Texas to Chicago in the last two weeks. While Chicago is a sanctuary city and Cook County is a sanctuary county, the illegals at the Burr Ridge Hampton Inn and DuPage County are in DuPage County. The county's sanctuary status is unclear. However, Burr Ridge Republican Mayor Gary Grasso said he would work to secure the border and defund sanctuary cities. So the mayor of Chicago's like, yeah, fuck you. You get out of Chicago. We don't want you. He's manufacturing a human crisis, and it makes no sense to me, Lightfoot added. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker made a similar comment, accusing Governor Wheels from the great state of Texas, Governor Abbott, of treating migrants like cattle. If they're going to act like cattle, we might as well treat them that way. These are people that have to be walked in the right direction. They wade over the Rio Grande or Grande or whatever the fuck it is, Grande. And they come to this country illegally. And now sanctuary cities are like, 300's too much. Fuck you in your ass. God damn, do the liberals cry. Oh, this is so mad. You don't want them? Okay. I'm just waiting for somebody. Just waiting for somebody to go, this is not an American problem. This is a Texan problem. Okay. Uh, Arnie States, a lifelong Texan here, has a solution. I think I've stated it here on the show before. We get the old-timey Gatlin guns that they used in the old, uh, the, the original machine guns. And we load them with 50 caliber bullets. And we, we, we have like, I don't know, like 20 or 30 stationed right across the Rio Grande. 
spaced out a little bit. Anybody trying to get over rat tat 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 It's only got to happen like once. How about this? How about we 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 send in Steven Seagal cuz you know he he knows everybody everywhere. And uh but we talked to him. We tried to find out where the tunnels are. And I'm just going to tell you right now, if Arnie States was in charge and we came across one of these tunnels that they dig under San Diego and do, I'm flooding it. Either I'm going to flood it or I'm going to concrete that bitch up. You can't trust an alligator. No. No alligators. 50 millimeter... Uh, 50, 50, whatever it is. Gatlin gun, I can trust that. I can trust, I can trust a couple hundred Gatlin guns across the border. A lot more than I trust any alligators. We'll put some in there. They can eat the carcasses. That way they won't be filled with human beings in there. I want motherfucking sharks with laser beams. Fuck them alligators. Yeah, 50 caliber fucking Gatlin gun. Get about 200 of those lined up at the border. I've solved the immigration issue in one day. You're welcome. This is like how I fixed baseball. Call the strike zone. Put that 50 cal up there. Somebody's going to try to get through and they're going to get blown in half. And I would tell all my shooters this, don't stop firing. I don't care if you've cut them in half. I want them in quarters. This is so maddening. You got all these people just coming here illegally. And to all you fine folks that have come to America, and... I, once again, once again, I'm sure somebody from the left will hear me and they'll go, oh, my God. I'm completely in favor of people coming to America. We are a melting pot, for God's sakes. But you have to do it the correct way. Uh, y- you have to. I don't know what it is with this administration that hates people that do shit the right way. But think about this. All the people who have paid off their college loans, who made a budget, who skimped on some things in order to pay down this loan they were given, you have been given an Alaskan-sized fuck you for paying that down. And the people that immigrated to this country legally are getting that exact same fuck you. And by the way, it's by the same dictator, I mean president. I'm sorry. We may have been a melting pot, but some of those ingredients were rotten and should have never been put in the pot. I couldn't agree with you more, but we are a melting pot. Uh I just, I just have to shake my head because it, 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 it amazes. It truly does amaze me. 
that these Democrats and, and Joe Biden came out yesterday and he's spewing more of this media lie. Oh, that all these Democrats are going to get elected in November. Well, unless they have a way to rig this election, too. And yes, I'll say it. The last election was rigged. Joe, you don't stand a chance. Oh, by the way, fucking Cobra Kai comes out today. Holy shit, I forgot about that. That's awesome. Um, Lobbyists for big media companies are working overtime to get Republican lawmakers on board with the Journalism Competition and Preservation Act, promising it will somehow protect the conservative media. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, I've got something to say about that. Um, Oh, bullshit! This is a bill in charge of misinformation. You know, whenever we would put something up jokingly about COVID and then the metaverse would stick a sticker up there, these are not the true facts of this. Yeah, no shit, it's a joke, asshole. What we're doing now is we're allowing censorship to happen in this country. And how weird is it? It's the liberals that are censoring people. Former vice president to quote congressman, you're not the president, you're a piece of shit. I still think Gavin Newsom is worse than Joe by far. Oh, I agree. I completely agree. And by the way, what's happening in California right now? Look, you cannot believe in God all you want. I'm not going to tell you that. But there is a certain amount of karma that is delicious. In an article I read yesterday, not really good enough to make it to the show except for the the head part of it here. This heat wave that's hitting California right now could not happen at a better time because you have the governor of California who is demanding people switch to uh, electric cars in 2020-35, making it illegal to sell cars that run on gasoline in 2035, which, by the way, is a restriction of trade, and the Supreme Court's going to have to look into that. And he also told Californians this week during this massive heat wave that's going on to turn your air conditions up to either 78 or 79 degrees. Okay. Oh, oh, and by the way, those cars that he's mandating in 2035, if you've already gotten one, don't plug it in this week and don't use any of your appliances. People are taking notice of this. And the article I read yesterday, and it wasn't an opinion piece. It was an article written. Uh, it stated that some, even some Democrats were worried he is killing his chances of becoming president. All right, let's be really serious here. You do a better job in office over Gavin. Way better job. Well, thank you. I don't think it would take much. I think the first thing I do is outlaw pissing and pooping on the streets. The Warbird just sent me a fucking great picture. Definition of stupid. It's somebody driving a Prius with a gas-powered fucking generator attached to it. 
Yeah, way to set the bar high. Yeah, I know, right? I I mean, I, there, there's there's so much I could do. Let's see, uh, the open air drug markets. Yeah, we're going to arrest everybody there, and there will be cash bail needed to get out. Maloney, you're overcrowding the prison. Can can we just stop for one second here? Hold on a second here. Now, I, I'm not against, I, I don't want to violate anybody's human rights or civil rights, okay? But the idea that prisons are supposed to be comfortable, y'all motherfuckers need to stop. And I ain't talking about the ass family here. I'm talking about you motherfuckers in America. Prisons are supposed to be horrible. You have impeded the rights of another human being solely for for gain on your end. No matter what it is. You're a selfish fuck. Yet we have all these people for prison reforms. Oh, the prisons are overcrowded. Well, let them eat each other for fuck's sake. Hey, the first thing I do as president is that if you're in there on marijuana charges, let's go. You're out. Unless it was a third strike. Now, look here. Look here. I, I believe in the three strikes. I love the three strikes rule. And if you committed two heinous felonies before and then your third felony was a marijuana one, you ain't getting out. Because, see, you're a dumb fuck. If you're, like, a first-time offender and you get, like, 60 years for marijuana, you're out. I'll let you out. I got into a debate with someone who commented about the post I had comparing Florida to California with how it's hotter in Florida, but the power grid isn't shut off. He was trying to make the argument about how population has an impact. So the largest population state in the U.S. didn't prepare over the last 50 years for an infrastructure of its own growing population. That sounds like a management issue. Oh, it's a complete man. Look, look, look here. Here's the other thing. State of California allows monopolies to happen. When we moved here to Texas, Texas, which is the second largest state population-wise in the country, only to California. Now, y'all have gotten a heat wave that has lasted about two weeks. I feel bad for you. I do. We got a heat wave that lasted for two and a half fucking months. And when we moved to Texas... I had to ask my dear friend Tommy, what power company do you use? Which power company do you like? Because I know he's going to do the research and do the shit. I don't have to. There's like 15 or 16 different power companies here. It's a free market. You can choose who you want to go with. And I'm not sure if Florida is the same. I, I, I don't know. I've never lived in Florida. But um, California's problem is California. And you only work with PG&E. It was set up that way by Governor Gray Davis. I don't know the contracts. I don't know how long it's going to be for. But that was the best part about living in Roseville was using Roseville Electron or uh, Roseville Electric. Your power bill was about half of what PG&E was. 
What's the difference between California and the Titanic? The Titanic had its lights on when it sank. That's fantastic. Gray Davis is still better than Gavin Newsom. I, I would say that Bubba, in his current state of being passed out on my couch, is a better governor than Gavin Newsom. It, it amazes me the stupidity that happens by the, the people that run the state of California. The, the second or third biggest economy, I think it's the third, third biggest economy in the world. America's economy is number one. I think China's two. California's three. Texas is four. The third biggest economy in the world is California. And they can't figure shit out. That's, that's all leadership. And that's all the liberals that have voted in the state that have turned that state so, so blue. I don't think there's a chance for a Republican in that state. Maybe the highest ranking would be would be governor, maybe. But that state will never go go red in an election in a, in a in a presidential election. One thing about Gray Davis, he did hook us public safety up with benefits. Well, he so he did his job. Whoop-de-doo. Public service people should be getting benefits for the jobs they do. I lived in Florida right out of high school, and I was shocked I could choose power companies. I had like five to choose from. So there it is. There it is. They do the same thing. Our grid wasn't offline. California has, what, 39 million people that live there. Texas is like 35 million It's hot here in the summertime. This is why I get so mad watching the news here and talking to people. Oh, my God, it's so hot. Motherfucker, grow up here. It's called toughening yourself up. That's why I love summertime. Summertime, we were always out. We were jumping in pools, jumping in creeks, doing all kinds of shit. Because I was stupid back then, I'd jump in a creek. Not anymore. We knew it was going to be hot. We knew not to take our dogs for a walk in the afternoon because it burns their paws. I knew at an early age when you get into a hot car, the first thing you don't do is grab the seatbelt because it is like nuclear hot. But people are complaining down here, oh, my God, it was such a hot July. It's always hot in July here. Don't blame that shit on global warming. Don't blame it on climate change. Don't tell me about some fucking polar caps that are melting. It has, and it will always be hot in the summer in Texas. And by the way, Northern California... If you haven't noticed yet, and I know the Ash family has, you back up, you have this wonderful mountain range that backs up into a state that's pretty much desert. It's called Nevada. And what do deserts do in the summertime? 
Oh, that's right. If you said, if you said get hot, you'd be correct. See, this is my favorite thing when I talk to people like from Nevada. When, when they talk about how hot it is there. Oh, my God, it's so hot. And it, it does get very hot there. I'm not going to lie. But at nighttime, when it goes from like 103 and then it goes down into the, the 70s at night, that's lovely. Growing up as a kid, I noticed this a lot, and it's still true to this day. This is how I noticed it. I noticed it going to old Ranger games at the old, old stadium. My beloved Texas Rangers Day, Arlington Stadium. They'd have uh, a thermometer up there. Game time was always like 7.35. I don't know why they're doing the fives. I think that's stupid, too. Um, game time would be 101 degrees. Game would end about 9.30 or 10. It's dark outside. I said 97 degrees. Yeah, it's 95 then. Ooh, it cooled off two whopping degrees, unlike the 20 or 30 degrees it drops in deserts at night. The way you asked that question about deserts, I thought this was a trick question because it's so obvious. Yeah, I, I, but, but see, that's the thing, Alicia. I have to ask these obvious questions because there's nobody running the state of California that's smart enough to answer a real tough question. So you have to answer, you know, blue and yellow make what? I think that would pose too much of a fucking brain teaser for him. Also, I've grown up in California. Heat waves in the summer aren't new. The wokeness is making people soft. Amen. Oh, God almighty. Correct the mundo. Not every desert gets hot, though. I found the one, and I mean the only one thing Albuquerque has over California. The overall temperature is lower here. We get a few triple-digit days a year. But not like the 90s are frigid, but it's better than two weeks of triple digits. Though we're getting the outer rim of California's heat wave, it got up to 96 the other day. But see, but, but here's the thing, Ogre. You knew that that was going to happen. You, you, were, you were prepared, and, and you're, I, I would say probably, uh, I don't want to put words in here, you're pleasantly surprised it's not that bad as a desert. Because fucking Arizona's hot as shit. Southern Nevada, hotter than a motherfucker. Utah, they don't get hot because everybody there rides bicycles, so it's a nice air-conditioned stream for them. And I do believe the name tags that everybody in Utah wears has a cooling system involved, too. Nobody write me. I know not everybody there fucking wears name tags. Two more stories here in the first break, because this is just ridiculous shit. So this Dr. Oz versus, uh, what, what's this fucking guy's name? This fucking asshole he's running against, Fetterman. Depends on how high up you are. Uh, we're a mile high, so deserts aren't as bad as lower deserts like in Arizona. Uh, you'd have to pay me to live in that abomination on Earth known as Phoenix or Pahonix. Either way is, is correct on this show. It's either Phoenix or Pahonix. Debris, or if you're fancy, you want to call it debris, that's okay. We allow that. 
So a new commercial has been released by Dr. Oz, blasting his Democratic opponent, John Fetterman, who lived with his parents until he was 46, over a 2013 incident when Mr. Fetterman pulled a gun on a black jogger. The ad titled Chase was released by the American Leadership Action, says Fetterman, the mayor of Braddock, chased down an innocent, unarmed black man. The ad then jumps to an interview with the jogger Christopher Myris, where he describes Fetterman pulling a gun and aiming it at his chest. Here we go. Here's the ad. As mayor of Braddock, John Fetterman chased down an innocent, unarmed black man. He says Fetterman followed me into North Braddock and pulled a shotgun and aimed it at my chest. Fetterman falsely accused the man, triggering a confrontation with police. I mean, there's a mayor with a shotgun and six other cops surrounded me. What else can I do but this? I believe I did the right thing, but I may have broken the law during the course of it. John Fetterman, reckless, risky. Wait, 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 wait. Fetterman, reckless, risky, wrong for Pennsylvania. American leadership action is... What else can I do but this? I believe I did the right thing, but I may have broken the law during the course of it. John I think I did the right thing, but I may have broken the law during it. Oh, okay. Oh, so if your baby needs diapers, it's okay for you to go to a convenience store and rob them to get the money to buy the diapers. Because you're doing the right thing by getting diapers for your baby, but you're breaking the law doing it. Okay, I see how this goes. All right. That is the worst Senate race in the nation. Both Fetterman and Oz are fucking trash. Oh, I hate Dr. Oz. Look, today's, uh, today's Mount Rushmore is worse doctors. Yeah, we're doing worse doctors today. And Dr. Oz is in there. I'm just telling you, I've never been a fan of Dr. Oz. Except now I want him to win this the Senate race. Yeah, but when a Democrat pulls a gun on a black man, it's A-OK. Isn't that convenient? Isn't that convenient? Oh, bullshit! I, I mean, yes, Steve Austin, yes, it is complete bullshit. I mean, th- this Fetterman guy should have listened in, in his, is his first name Nathaniel? Nathan, call 911! There you go, right there. That's what you should have done. Dick face. He looks like old famous wrestler Ox uh, Ox Baker. This dude's a big old dude, bald. He's got tattoos on his arms. I ain't got nothing wrong with tattoos or anything because I got tattoos. This guy is a nuisance. Criminy sakes. Fetterman can't speak due to a stroke and Oz supports transitioning... Uh, Transing the children, they both should lose to have to write in candidate. Senator Mehmet, uh, his spokesman would be Dr. Phil McKay. Uh, can I be on the not worst list of doctors? You're, you're not on that list. I promise. You rise. I would put myself on that list if somebody got me an honorary doctorate for my birthday. Wink, wink. Doctor of Comedy, Dr. Arnie States. And yes, I would have business cards made. The the new business cards I get made up for the show will be Dr. Arnie States. 
Oh, you're goddamn right. Oh, I'm. I, all I need is that honorary fucking diploma to put up. Dr. Hyder and <laughs> Dr. Hyder. Oh my God! Wait, hold on a second. Uh, I, there was one in here I didn't really like. Oh yeah, there we go. There we. Uh, thank you so much. I didn't even think about Dr. Hyder from Human Centipede. That is fantastic. Uh, sounds like the pressure is on. I right. No, this is for anybody. Anybody can go to a college and ask for an honorary doctorate for me. I can't do it for myself because that wouldn't be right. And that story is about this. Uh, uh, Jenny forgets I work at a community college and I can't award a doctorate, LOL. You have connections at that other terrible school in Oklahoma that I won't be rooting for. I would take a doctorate, an honorary doctorate degree from Oklahoma. That would be fitting. I could probably pass medical school there. Uh, when crews went to Cancun and people's homes were in Texas were freezing, was it as big an issue as my stupid liberal friends making it? Look, the, the thing is, when Ted Cruz went to Ca Cozumel or Cancun or wherever he went, his family had planned a trip to go there anyway, and he was joining his family there. The optics weren't good, but he made the optics worse. Alicia, I'm just answering your day. He made the optics work by coming back, handing out, you know, brisket, fucking breakfast tacos and water to people. He made the optics even worse. He should have said, look, I work hard. I get to have a vacation. That's what he should have said. I would have respected that. I didn't like the, the going back and forth. But, no, it wasn't such a big deal. I got stuck on the part where you said uh, he lived with his parents till he was in his 40s. What the fuck? I moved within 48 hours of graduating high school. What a little bitch. Yeah. Yeah, he lived with his parents until he was 46 years old. Well, now I'll know the difference. If there's glitter on my honorary doctorate award, I will know it's not real. Then I'll become a, a, an honorary doctor of fucking stripology. I'm not asking for much. I just went, look, Bill Cosby got one. I saw a fucking great meme. I guess it's been going around a while. I haven't seen it yet until the other day. When Ahmad Rashad married Mrs. Huxtable in real life, <laughs> Ahmad Rashad's groomsmen were Bill Cosby and O.J. Simpson. Boy, that's a wonder that marriage didn't work out. <laughs> oh, that's good shit. There's a story this week, and I'm ending this segment with this story here, about a Duke volleyball player playing at BYU and allegedly some racial slurs were thrown her way. And even though when the story came out, ESPN, they had footage of it, because I guess somebody was videotaping this, some family member, because we don't need to see that on TV. And no, nobody heard anything. But CNN, ABC, and ESPN went to bat for the Duke player, said, oh, the, the, the racism... BYU showed, oh, they, they're, they're not going to have any more matches. 
all those networks have shut their mouth after developments have completely debunked the claim that racism was happening. Oh, bullshit! Sorry, nothing to see here. Nowhere to go. Duke volleyball player Rachel Richardson went viral after she claimed that a fan of BYU hurled the N-word at her through the entirety of the match. Big problem, uh, even though networks ran with it, nobody ever corroborated the fact. BYU Police Lieutenant uh, George Bassendorfer, well, that's a Mormon name, uh, told the Salt Lake Tribune that his department reviewed surveillance camera footage and the alleged racist fan from the game telling the paper, when we watched the video, we did not observe that behavior from the male fan. Kind of mad. Is he over there jerking off? The, uh, the police officer then added that no one from the student section from the crowd has come forward to back her up. BYU police officer's presence at the game said that he did not hear any racial slurs from the crowd. And, of course, ABC, CNN, and ESPN are not saying a word about it being false. So I'm here to tell you it was false. Duke University needs to just fucking stay away from all racist stuff. Do we not remember? And I proudly, and I remember people were upset with me about this. Real quick little tangent. When I was on that other show in the morning, um, I would always have, like, something hanging up behind me, either a poster or a T-shirt or something. And for the longest time, I, I, I went out and bought a Duke lacrosse T-shirt after the incident happened. And there was an alleged incident at Duke lacrosse house uh, where they had some strippers there, and bad things happened to the strippers because, well, she was black. And we all remember the story that none of it was true. This was all a ploy from the DA in, in, uh, in Raleigh or wherever the hell that was. I think it's Raleigh. It turned out to be not true at all, yet a bunch of kids' lives were ruined in the process of it. They ended up suing the DA and the city, and they won. But I remember having a Duke lacrosse shirt up behind me, and I, I, I fucking flew that thing proudly. Such bullshit. It was Joe Biden attending the game and having fun with ventriloquism. Oh, that's fucking great. All right, here we go, everybody. It is that time again. It is a Friday time for Celebrity. Celebrity. Now, look, we've had a lot of bad doctors in the world. And these are going to be just a few. Some are real, some are made up. But, hey, they all have the word doctor in front of them. So here we go to find out the worst doctors in history. Let's get it on. All right, our first matchup is, oh, the number one seed in this battle. The number one seed is Dr. Anthony Fauci. Do I need to say anything more? about the man who made the COVID, who probably started the AIDS regime, Dr. Fauci taking on legendary Dr. Frankenstein, 
who built a monster that terrorized the countryside, but only for a little while. All right, ass family, between Dr. Fauci and Dr. Frankenstein, who is the worst doctor? You know what? We're just going to go ahead and end this one real quick. Dr. Fauci, everybody's voting for him. I couldn't give him a first-round buy, but that one was pretty easy. All right. In the battle of of cartoon or animated, uh, we should say animated doctors, not cartoons, uh, we have one from The Simpsons, one from Family Guy. The one from The Simpsons is Dr. Nick Riviera who once replaced a guy's arm with a leg and a leg with an arm. And going up against Dr. Hartman, the doctor from Family Guy. Dr. Nick Riviera versus Dr. Hartman. Ask family, who ya got? from Family Guy moves on. Now we have a battle between worst doctors. One was addicted to power. The other was addicted to opioids. We have Dr. Evil who wanted sharks with lasers on them taking on Dr. House who just wanted more Oxycontin. Dr. Evil versus Dr. House. Ask family who you got. Manamana. Manamana. Manamana.
In our last matchup of the first round, oh boy. Oh boy. Here we go, a battle of TV doctors. You were lower than the snake's belly in the mud. Good old Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil taking on a man running for the Senate, Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz versus Dr. Phil. Who's worse, ass family? Who ya got? one for bad behavior, Dr. Phil moves on. And now we find out who makes the Mount Rushmore in our first matchup. I'm going to let you vote on it, but I kind of know how this one's going to turn out already. I'm putting his name down. We have Dr. Anthony Fauci taking on Dr. Hartman from Family Guy. Ask family who you got. We can stop it. Okay. Dr. Fauci moves on. I I, I know it's strange. It's very strange. But Fauci is on the Mount Rushmore. Believe me, I've got a couple people coming up in the next round that could actually challenge him. Our final matchup in the first round, we give you the evil one. Dr. Evil himself against the bald one. The man that was presented to us from Oprah, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil versus Dr. Evil. Ask family, which one was worse? that Dr. Phil is from Texas, but Dr. Phil moves on. Oh, and half of the Mount Rushmore is set-ass family between Dr. Fauci and Dr. Phil. 
Oh, we will continue to round two in the next segment, as long as I remember, here at ArnieRadio.com. One thing's for sure, we're all just passing through. No, we're not.
scared the dirty hack that shot your woman down. Said, yes, oh yes, my name is Willie Lee. If you've got a warrant, just to read it to me. Shot her down because she made me slow. I thought I was her daddy, but she had five more. When I was arrested, I was dressed in black. They put me on a train and they took me back. Had no friend for to go my bail. They slapped my dieter carcass in that county jail. Early next morning, about a half past nine. I spied his sheriff coming down the line Up then he coughed as he cleared his throat He said, put on you dirty hack into that district court Into the courtroom my trial began Where I was handled by twelve honest men Just before the jury started out I saw that little judge come as to look about in about five minutes and walked a man Holding the verdict in his right hand The verdict read in the first degree I hollered, Lordy, Lordy, have mercy on me The judge, he smiled as he picked up his pen Ninety-nine years in the Folsom pen Ninety-nine years underneath that ground I can't forget today I shut that bad bitch down Come on, you gotta listen unto me Lay off that whiskey and let that cocaine be well, I was working on the KCS rail line Katie was the girl down the street Well, I took her to a dance on the 4th of July Hoping she might fall in love with me Well, the band started playing right at nine Firecrackers popped in the sky We danced and we danced, Lord, I never had a chance Well, I got canned on the 5th but you lie And we left at the moonlight I said 
come and change just like the leaves the Red oaks in the carnation wind I just don't feel like driving that far. If they were playing the Metroplex again, if they were to play Billy Bob's again, I'd go see them. I like them a lot. Uh, welcome back to the big show here on a Friday as we mourn the loss of the Queen. Yes, we're mourning it. Um, Christopher, i got to help you out here because I understand where you're coming from. <clears throat> he says, I'm still hung up on the fucking breakfast tacos. What the fuck, Texas? Breakfast tacos are absurd to me. I would have the same reaction if someone said that Oklahoma is known for its breakfast pizza or if someone said that Tennessee is known for its breakfast salad. That would be that, that Tennessee is known for their, their breakfast uh, ancestral rape. That's what they're known for. Uh, on one hand, it would kind of make sense because Oklahoma and Tennessee are fucking retarded. But come on, Texas, you're better than that. Now, now Christopher, I got you. you Christopher, you're going to, oh, they're playing in Oklahoma City. Okay. It's only like three hours away, but still, Fort Worth is a lot closer. Um, I have to let you in on a little secret here. You see, t- states like Oklahoma and Tennessee, I- as much as I dislike them, they aren't known for their cuisine. Okay? They, they just aren't. Texas was known as, like, one of the bar- barbecue capitals of the world. So our, our food was already, we already had something in place. And then there was Mexican food. Now, I grew up, born and raised, right here in, in the Metroplex until I was 21 years old. Then I moved to Reno. And when I moved to Reno, I found out the Mexican food ain't the same. You see, in Texas, we grow up with Tex-Mex. There are, like growing up, there, there are a lot more now, a lot more uh, authentic Mexican restaurants but we grew up with, you know, chimichangas, nachos, fajitas, even though fajitas were actually invented in San Antonio. Um, but that's the kind of Mexican food that we grew up in. And I have to let you in on, on, on a big thing here in Texas. There are more taco restaurants in this state than there are fucking Whataburgers. By the way, Whataburger has gone downhill since that damn Chicago company bought them. But that's a whole other day. Whole other rant to go on. I still go there, and it's still good. But um, So, yes, Texas has had breakfast tacos forever. 
And some of those breakfast tacos will include brisket and eggs. Not one of my favorites, but I've had them. We're kind of known more for Tex-Mex. Like, I didn't realize. that I didn't know that authentic tacos, and, and I have to say this right now, I'm not a huge fan of authentic Mexican food. I'm not. Uh, we, we, when I, I lived in a house in, in, in the Northern California, and the person that owned the house, he had a family that lived there, and they were from Mexico. Illegally, but they were there. And the wife would cook every night. And um, the first time I had her tacos, I was like, oh, my God. I didn't realize that authentic Mexican tacos had potatoes in there, like the beef and potatoes. I had no clue of that. And I was in my 40s. But Texas is known more for Tex-Mex food than anything. And, and people from Texas call it Mexican food. I understand. But like authentic, I, I remember the first authentic Mexican food restaurant I ate at was Beto's up in Reno. And I fucking hated it. I thought it was gross. I thought it was terrible. But that's authentic, like menudo and, and brain and shit. We don't eat that shit here. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Tiffany, good morning to you. You're just in time for food talk. Yeah. But we're known for our, the Tex-Mex cuisine. Uh, I feel like living here for two years, the breakfast tacos aren't as big as they make. No, they aren't. They really aren't. Maybe in San Antonio they are. Uh, but, I mean, we, we've had taquitos. Whataburger's had breakfast taquitos forever. Uh, the, the potato and egg taquito is fucking to die for. But, uh... But, yeah, lots of Mexican food is vegetarian. Yeah, not here in Texas, it ain't. Uh, if she didn't make you uh, make you love Mexican food as much as Tex-Mex, she wasn't cooking it right, LOL. No, she didn't. Well, then then she wasn't cooking it right because there's a lot of shit. I, a lot of radishes. A lot, lot, lot of radishes. I remember that, and I was like, fuck all that. It's like, 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 like here, here's the thing. We have Ho-Ho's and Twinkies, and y'all have seen all the Mexican, like, and I say Mexican treats. They, they ain't as good as Ho-Ho's and Twinkies to me, but Mexican people don't like Ho-Ho's and Twinkies. They like their, what, what was that, Bimbo? Is that the company? Bimbo is like the, the hostess down in Mexico? Yeah, I can't stand the Bimbo shit. The Bimbo shit's gross. Hostess, good. There you go. But, yes, that is, that, look. I don't go out of my way to get breakfast tacos. Dr. Jill's an idiot for even bringing it up. Are they good? Sure, they're good. I mean, but, and California's more of a burrito state anyway. Question, anyone put eggs in breakfast tacos? Yes, of course I put eggs in. If you're going to have breakfast tacos, it's got to have eggs in there. Like I said, fucking potato, egg, and cheese, taquito from Whataburger. Whew. Fuck, I could go with that. Uh, Arise says, yes, bimbo is amazing. No, it's not. It's gross. Uh, agreed, conches taste dry and stale and are not sweet enough. Too much sugar in the American products, that was why. Well, then, look, there ain't no such thing as too much sugar to me. I mean, unless it's regular Dr. Pepper as I drink a Dr. Pepper Zero. I mean, you can't really hear that. That was bad. Hold on. Mmm. Like it. Uh, and I'm missing grandma and grandpa's Mexican food so good. 
I long for the Christmas tamales and the mornings with homemade tortillas and beans. Man, I miss him. Now, the closer you get to the border of Mexico, the more authentic the food you're going to get. I love me some tamales. (laughs) Christopher already hates me on the tamale thing. (laughs) I like my tamales with ketchup on them. I'm sorry. I said it. I said it. Hell, I like tamales in a can. Now, that's one thing the gal at the house could cook. Boy, she would do some damage with tamales. And, and, and they would all eat, and then I'd come in, and I'd get my plate, and I'd fill it up with some tamales and pour ketchup on it to where they couldn't see it. I grew up with my Mexican grandma making all legit food and pastries, so I enjoyed it all. There you go. But, yeah, that's the look. that We, we just... I went to a place, uh, they just opened up a Torchy's Tacos over in Rockwall by my house. And Torchy's Tacos are like the, the, the tacos. I thought they were okay. A little pricey. But I had like a, a brisket and egg and, and potato taco. And it was good. It was real good. I, I Look, for breakfast, I, 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 I'm a, a, an eggs and pancakes kind of type guy. Waffles are okay, but give me more pancakes. Make me an omelet, the egg on toast. I like eggs for breakfast. Christmas says, don't get me started on you and the fucking tamales. When you open a can of tamales, it's just say, you shut your mouth, right, you white honky. <laughs> you can blame my dad for that one. You can totally blame dad for that one because he's the one who got me hooked on Hormel tamales. Boy, you throw those in a big old bowl, microwave them for like two and a half minutes. Pull the wrappings off, cover that shit and catch up. Ooh, that's good. Uh, just as long as you don't put ketchup on steak. I would never put ketchup. I don't put I really don't put anything on steak. Uh, you ain't lived until you had carne uh avocado burrito. Oh, I don't even know what that is. That sounds good. It's meat. Same 303. Uh, just long yeah, uh, canned tamales, you motherfuckers need Jesus. Uh, Ratburger just sent me a text. He says, we also need eat, don't eat Chinese food in America. We eat American food with a few Chinese ingredients for flavor. Our Chinese and real Chinese food don't resemble each other. When was the last time you had fish eyeball soup, tripe dim sum, or real Szechuan chicken? I bet ne- neither, <laughs> never. Neither have I, nor will I. Yeah, I, I don't think that, you know, I always make the joke about how China probably has the freshest Panda Expresses. I know they don't. They, look, their restaurants over there aren't called Chinese restaurants. They're called restaurants. Uh, let's see. Uh, you should be arrested if you put ketchup on steak. Agreed. Did you just say open a can of tamales? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. Hormel tamales. Delicious. After eating unlabeled canned foods, I'm sure canned tamales are gourmet. Yeah, look. Hey, I was on the can. We we, we were eating canned tamales way before the unlabeled canned foods, you know, hit. Dad was still in mourning over my first mom, and and we didn't have a lot, so... uh, 
grandma's husband, George, would bring home these fucking unwrapped cans from Tom Thumb grocery store. And and we would eat what, I mean, and we had no idea what was in there. We'd have to open them to find out what was in there. I've had real Chinese food fairly often, actually. It's called white rice. Canned tamales are the new Allen's. Oh, my God, I had new clue. Like, I grew up in a cave, canned tamales. Uh, and then, then there's people with really weird fucking palates, like Braddy Kid, who likes to put mustard on chicken fried steak. Just, yeah, yeah, I mean, that one right there. I'll never forget the first time that Braddy Kid met Tommy. We were, uh, we were taking Tommy out for lunch over here in Rockwall. We hadn't moved yet. He was meeting up with us, and uh, <laughs> Jesus. Went to a place called Cotton Patch because I wanted some good chicken fried steak. She's a big fan of chicken fried steak. And we're sitting there, and Tommy orders his. I think he got chicken fried chicken that day. I got chicken fried steak. She got chicken fried steak, and she says, no gravy. And the look that Tommy gave me was still to this day one of the greatest looks ever. Tommy and I are going to go eat sushi on Tuesday. I'm excited about that, all you can eat. But the look that he gave me was like, what the fuck? Who doesn't put gravy on chicken fried steak? And that is the one and only bratty kid. Mm-mm-mm. I still give her shit over that. And about 95% of the time I take, uh, about 98% of the time I take my hat off when I go into a restaurant to eat because otherwise my mother will shoot lightning bolts down at me. But when she goes into a restaurant and then puts the, the mustard on there, I have to put the hat and the sunglasses on because I just, I, I, I can't be recognized with that. It's a really tangy, fuck. Look here, there's two things that go on chicken fried steak. Since we're talking food here, I, I, will, I will do my best here. Chicken fried steak, you either put country gravy on it or it's in sandwich form, and it has mayonnaise, lettuce, and cheese, and a tomato on there. That's it. That is what is socially accepted. <laughs> Fucking here, it takes this whole damn conversation. Got my blood boiling. Mustard on chicken fried steak is like putting Thousand Island dressing on filet mignon. Uh, as soon as I discovered there was more than bland-ass whitey food, I never went back. Oh, God. Ugh. Mustard. Ugh. And I like mustard. People in Texas love mustard a little bit too much. Mustard is on every fucking burger that you get in this fucking state. I, I, I can do with a little less mustard in my life. It's good. Don't get me wrong. I knew a guy one time that used to make tuna salad with mustard. Or you cut up, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Jen. Jen. You do not cut up, I don't know, chicken fried steak and dip it in ranch? No. It's like you, okay, we, we've gone completely off topic and I'm okay with that. You people that dip pizza in ranch. We all need to sit down and have a little conversation. See, here's the thing. 
Pizza is not a dipping food. It's just not. Dipping foods are chicken wings. Oh, bratty kid's gone. Yes, dear. I just wanted to give a shout out to Jen. Thank you so much, Jen, for getting me off the naughty list with my mustard and chicken fried steak because that's disgusting. Okay, goodbye. Okay, there you go. Um, I put mustard on my tuna sandwich. Oh, good. Ranch dressing is distilled, earthy personification of all things white trash. Hang down, Jen says, I resemble that remark, Ogre. Um, I use ranch for almost everything. Pizza and ranch is delicious. No, I, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> B. Coop says, we all know that ranch goes on a hot dog. Whoa, God damn it, no. When Brady calls, the ringtone should be honk, honk, honk. <laughs> now, 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 look here. There are dipping foods out there. Let, let me walk you through here. For chicken wings, I've allowed ranch to run rampant, but the official dipping sauce of all chicken wings is blue cheese. Okay? Um, potato skins. You can only dip that in one thing, and one thing only. Potato skins get dipped in sour cream. The end. Mozzarella sticks. You weirdos out there that dip that in ranch. Come on now. There's, they've got the, the, the red sauce for that. Ketchup is like red communism. If you put it on your hot dog, you suck the dust from Putin's asshole. Amen. Yeah, ketchup does not belong on a hot dog. Oh, oh, I'm, a, I'm about to say something, and I might get in trouble for this one. I know of someone that lives in the house that I live in, and that person could have called the show recently, and I'm sure will call to defend herself on this. When she gets a pack of hot dogs, she doesn't cook them. Holy shit! That's right. She takes it from the package, puts it right in the bun. No boiling, no steaming. Oh, that's what I wanted to get. Damn it. Didn't get that. There's a hot dog steam. Anybody want to get me a birthday present? Get me the, uh, the, the blue hot dog steamer. Amazon's like $39. That'd be a great birthday present. Birthday's a week from tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Uh, marinara. That's what it is. It's marinara, the red sauce stuff. I can make almost anything a dipping food. Breadsticks or garlic twists are great for dipping in ranch or marinara. Okay, I don't get either one of those, so you guys can have them. Goddamn, Braddy, were you raised by cavemen? <laughs> Eating it raw? Does she pretend that they're New York Knicks? No, this is her, her defense is they're already cooked, which is true. Hot dogs are already cooked when they're packaged and sent out, but she eats them like that. And Ryan says, Why? I did that as a kid, would peel and eat the cold skin. Look, man, as a kid, I would make ketchup sandwiches. There's Hangtown Gin to the defense. And kale hot dogs are already cooked. They're pre-cooked. And you want to eat them cold, yucca. Now, okay, so here I've got a legit question for you. We got the Jeopardy music. When you go out and you eat pizza, 
Uh, I'll eat a cold hot dog, not a bun, but my daughter liked that for her lunches. She hates PB&J, so she'd ask for a cold hot dog and a bun with ketchup. <laughs> Just throw it in the microwave, warm it up for like a minute. Oh, I got I to gotta boil my hot dogs. Hot dogs are just bologna, but in a smaller form. Okay, so let's talk about pizza. Let's get off hot dogs for a minute. I like how Braddy says it's trash to eat tuna and mac and cheese, but we're okay with raw dogs. Yeah, she's raw dogging them hot dogs. (laughs) So you get pizza, you got leftover pizza. Do you prefer to then put it in the the refrigerator, I almost called it the icebox. My Midwestern side almost came out for my grandmother. Uh, do you for do you prefer to put it in the micro or in in the the refrigerator and eat it cold the next day, or like me, do you like to put it in the oven and eat it at room temperature the next day, or do you reheat it the next day? How do you prefer your leftover pizza? Coop starts off. Uh, he says, reheat it. Stephanie says, room temperature always. Uh, let, let's see. That would be, that would get you one of these right here. Correct the mundo. Why is that so low? Correct there the mundo. Okay, good. Uh, Hank and Jens is out on the counter. I eat at room temperature. Correct the mundo. Uh, 303 says, pizza microwave. Okay. Andrew says, cold pizza. So out of the refrigerator. Now, I'll eat it out of the fridge, but I prefer it. This is my preference, and I've reheated it. My preference is room temperature. I eat it cold and heat it in the microwave. That is, uh, who said that one? Uh, Cowboys Girl said that one. Christopher, right out of the fridge. Hot and fresh or old on the counter, okay? I can eat leftover pizza either heated up or cold from the fridge, especially with a beer, Okay. Uh, Braddy Kid says cold. Cold pizza is nasty. Reheat for sure. I nuke pizza until it's just warm and finish my air fryer. Magnifique. Very good. Tiffany says cold. Jen says reheating it makes it all chewy. Okay. Damn, now I want round table. Next day, cold pizza for me. Room temperature pizza is like eating food you scavenge from a dumpster. Hey, I'll take that. I, I, I love room temperature pizza. Like if it, it and, and honestly, it depends on. Is this the way for you too? It depends on where I get it from. I've ate Little Caesars that was sitting on my friend's kitchen counter for about three days. Look here, man. It, look, look, look. I'll tell you this right now. There is nothing wrong with Seven Eleven pizza. There ain't nothing wrong with Seven Eleven food. I'm telling you right now, they're little taquitos. And when Taco, when 7-Eleven had their, 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 their roller fucking pizza rolls, dude, those things were bomb as shit. But, yeah, there's hardly anything. I won't eat any kind of chicken from 7-Eleven. But, like, the taco and cheese meat uh, uh, 
little uh, little taquito things they got there, fire. I don't like their wings or anything like that, but their pizza, good. But for me, it's a... Uh, like, if we go to my favorite pizza place here in town, Campisi's, there is no way I refrigerate that because the crust is so crunchy as it is. If I put it in the fridge, it's going to make it even harder. So it, that goes straight into the oven and not the oven turned on. I just don't want anything flying in there. Uh, room temperature, if you're in California, it's 140 degrees because of rolling blackouts. Pizza doesn't last long for it to be left over in my house. Uh, 7-Eleven taquitos are awesome. Please try the Italian job sub sandwich from 7-Eleven. It's good. I like the 7 They have a, a like a Philly cheesesteak type sandwich that's really good. I love the mini tacos from 7-Eleven when they're fresh. Mm-hmm. Nope. First time I got food poisoning came from a hot dog at a gas station. Well, come on. Everybody knows when you go to a gas station that ain't 7-Eleven, you get the tuna fish sandwiches. Hello. Duh. And if they're out of tuna fish, then you get the chicken salad sandwiches. Because those are fucking good. And here's the trick. Y'all ready for the trick here? This is what I like to do. Go to the gas station, get me a tuna fish sandwich. I get two of them. And what I do is I peel the bread off of one piece of each and mush them together. That way I got like a double stuff. Oh, that's good eating right there. Uh, let's see, Battleborn, uh, uh, Correctamundo, my kids have already reached to the point where we need to order two pizzas for dinner. My nine-year-old has a hollow fucking leg for pizza and burgers. You know what cashiers eat at 7-Eleven? Bullets. Uh, let's see, um, the Jack in the Box tacos resemble no taco anywhere in the U.S., Mexico, or Whorehouse. But they are the best damn thing since sliced bread. Now, I got to give it up. Jack-in-the-box tacos are pretty fucking fire. Best independent pizza place in the Reno Sparks area. Uh, oh, fuck. I can't think of the name of it now. Sizzle Pie. I like Sizzle Pie a lot there because you can buy it by the side. The best independent pizza place in Reno, New York Pizza. Easily. Easy done. There's a place that's in Midtown, too, that's pretty good, but I can't think of the name of it. <laughs> How about the breakfast tacos you buy at a Bogota? <laughs> you always grab the sushi from gas stations. I will not eat sushi gas, but I, gas station sushi. I won't even eat grocery store sushi. Blind Onion? I, I've never had the blind. It, is, no, that ain't the place. It's another place. Uh, I want to know what happened to the salad buffet at Round Table. We picked up some peeps along the way home, camping, ordered two large salads, get over the buffet to load it up on lettuce, and all it's all but ends. Veggies were wilted and looked like shit. They used to have great salad bars. Oh, I remember the days of, oh, the pizza buffet. And, and we have this place here. I know it's not on, it's not Northern California or Northern Nevada. It's CeCe's. CeCe's is disgusting for pizza, but they have a buffet. Pizza Hut used to have a buffet that me and Dad would go to. Like, if I was on summer vacation, I knew one day Dad and I were going to Pizza Buffet and seeing a movie. It was the best part of my vacation, always. 
I've been to New York Pizza in Reno. It was good. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's the place. I want either sushi, only fresh. No, Blind Onion is the uh, is my favorite. Okay. Dude, the fucking egg rolls from Jack in the Box, better than actual Chinese places. I don't know how that happened. I will say the Jack in the Box egg rolls are pretty fire. I, 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 can't, I can't deny that. I do like, though, uh, now, now if I go to uh, Panda, their egg rolls, their chicken egg rolls, or forget about it. And Safeway egg rolls, believe it or not, Safeway egg rolls, not bad. Most pizza buffets and salad bars stopped after COVID. Yeah, and, and we found a Tommy and I went for sushi one of the last times he was on the show, and it used to be an all-you-could-eat place. It's not. I found a new one now up in Plano that is. Because, look, I'll say it. There's a sushi place I want to eat at here in Dallas, but it, it, it's way too expensive. It's Nobu. Just like the one in Malibu, the one in New York City. New York City! But it's pricey as hell. That's the only one I would trust because I was, I was, I was, I, I do not like sushi that's not Makuni's. There is a place over off of Greenback across the street from uh, Sunrise Mall that was a pretty good sushi place and it wasn't expensive as, as Makuni's, but Makuni's to me is still the best. Jack in the Box has the best jalapeno poppers, too. Real cheese, not that cream cheese crap. Ain't nothing wrong with cream cheese now. See, we got these things here in Texas that are called tornadoes. And what they do, and I'm going to make y'all super-duper hungry with this, and this is one of the most phenomenal things that you can eat in the state of Texas. You got to go to Hutchins Barbecue for it. They, uh, they hollow out uh, a jalapeno, and they stuff it with brisket and cream cheese, and then wrap it in bacon, and then cook it that way, and then they serve it. And it's fucking awesome. PK Sushi in Rockland is really good, too. All this Caucasian talk has me jonesing for fried bologna and yellow cheese sandwich. Ooh, I could go for some fried bologna today. I found out an interesting thing. I, I, I like Oscar Mayer bologna on cold sandwiches. Oscar Mayer bologna is not thick enough to really give it a... a, a a proper frying. If you need to fry bologna, which I, I highly recommend, I always prefer bar S. And not the thick one, just the regular size one. Their regular size is twice as big as, as Oscar Mayer. The, the thick bar S, that's just too thick. You had me at jalapeno, LOL. Yeah. I mean, like, like I, leftover, I like leftover food a lot. Like, leftover, like, meatloaf. Yeah, you got to have meatloaf sandwiches. Got to have that. Uh, I fried bologna, and my kids were giddy watching them turn into little sombreros. Oh, yeah. Well, heck, let me let you in on a little secret here. My dad taught me this one. You cut it up to kind of make it look like an iron cross. You put, like, four... You go north, south, east, and west. You put a little cut in there, and it won't puff up in the middle. There you go. There's your cooking tip of the day. And, yes, I fry my bologna in butter. Sorry, I do. I just do, and it's delicious. 
Not very nutritious, no, no, of course not, but it is delicious. I'm trying to think, have we left any place out? I mean, Mexican pizza comes out again next week. I'm excited for that. Ketchup rule also applies to meatloaf never. Well, 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 well hold on, hold on. <laughs> now, when it comes to meatloaf, my mom had a recipe for meatloaf, and it was really, really good. I've never done it because I'm afraid to do it. But she would make the meatloaf. She'd make everything from scratch, right? Put it in the, the little meatloaf container, the little loaf container that you have. And then cover the top with ketchup, uh, a blend of ketchup and brown sugar, and she would microwave it for 20 minutes. I don't like running the microwave for 20 minutes. I I feel like I'm going to get some kind of lead poisoning or something. I've never done that. But, yes, on the top, you have to have, if you bake it, you have to have ketchup on top. I tend to make mine a little too sweet. I'm going to have to back off the the brown sugar. We tried to make it recently in the uh the pressure cooker. We're only going to cook like that, but it turned out a little too soupy. It was good. It was real good. Brad kid made it once before and it was perfect in the pressure cooker. It was fucking f- amazing. We haven't gotten that same consistency since. Um bologna is so much better fried. I'm still I'm I'm still gonna fucking you know barbecue some bologna sometime. Meatloaf sandwiches are one of my favorite. Uh, bread, mayo, ketchup, pickles, lettuce, and cold meatloaf. Oh God, no, 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 no. I have to heat the meatloaf up, and for me, it's just two pieces of white bread, meatloaf, maybe a piece of cheese, and mayonnaise. That's it. A fat southerner frying bologna and butter. What the fuck is next? Fire burns things. Sure, ketchup, but but you don't put that on there. You you cook it on and you bake it in. Towards it gives you a tangy taste. Uh, yes, I bake mine. Okay, just uh, an aside, and you all know me for being pretty progressive when it comes to race or gender. But I was entering Walmart the other day and saw a black family living with rotisserie chicken and watermelon, and I was trying not to laugh my ass off. Have you seen the episode? I don't know if anybody watches Curb Your Enthusiasm. I haven't watched it in a while, but I've seen the video of J.P. Smooth, the black guy who lives with Larry David on the show, who is very conscientious ever about buying watermelon. It's one of the funniest episodes I've ever seen. I've done barbecue sauce on top of meat. I've done that, too. I, I don't care for it as much. Why not make meatloaf with barbecue sauce since you're basically making it with ketchup and other ingredients? That no, no, no sounded like Alec Baldwin. He swore he didn't kill that lady. Well, you know, I, I do try. I, I do try to get to enter my Alec Baldwin. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. No, no, no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them. Never. Mm-mm. Not ever. All right. We've gone off course so fucking much here. And it's okay. I don't care. Uh, but we have to get back on course, which means we have to get back to round two. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is that time yet again. Time for Celebrity, celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Worst Round two. All right, in round one, it was no 
today. You didn't need a doctor to figure this one out. The Dr. Fauci, of course, was going to make it. And Dr. Phil is on there, too. Who joins them? We find out right here, right now. Let's get it on. All right. Ask family, here we go. Round two of Celebrity Ask Deathmatch. First one up, we have Dr. Death himself, the one and only Dr. Jack Kevorkian, who pretty much invented the assisted suicide, taking on a guy who was in the news a couple years ago, real bad dude, a guy by the name of Dr. Larry Nasser. He was a Michigan State team doctor and also Team USA doctor for gymnastics who diddled all the girls. So who's worse, Dr. Jack Kevorkian or Dr. Larry Nasser? Ask family, who ya got? And it is Dr. Larry Nasser. He moves on as the worst doctor. Uh, so we've decided mustard. No, we have not decided on that. No, 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 no. Uh, all right, next one up. Boy, oh boy. This one's going to be a tough one. We have Dr. Conrad Murray. You know, the guy who gave all that propofol or propofol or whatever the fuck it's called to Michael Jackson. Hee <laughs> hee. Ended up killing him. Is he worse than Dr. Joseph Mengel, the quote-unquote angel of death? You know, the guy the Nazis hired? Dr. Joseph Mengel versus Dr. Conrad Murray. Ask family, who's worse? We have done best content. I don't know about side dishes. Oh, that's interesting. Hold on. We have a winner, ass family. Dr. Joseph Mingle moves on. Kale. We have. I don't think we've done best side dishes like, like where we have like mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese, green beans. I I, I like that. We've never done that. We've done condiments. I will work on that this weekend, Kale. That is awesome. That is an awesome one there. 
All right, so Joseph Mangle moves on. Well, I got to write that down. Otherwise, I'll be lost. Okay, here we go. A couple of made-up doctors, but one is really bad. The other is, well, he's bad. Here we go. Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Ah, Clarice. Mmm, have some fava beans. Dr. Hannibal Lecter from the Silence of the Lambs movie versus Marvel bad guy Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom versus Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Ask family who you got. Coleslaw, perfect, yes. Hello, Clarice. Well, Dr. Doom got a vote, but not enough to unseat Dr. Hannibal Lecter. And now our final matchup. He was a late addition. Many of you probably won't know him, and that's okay because the person he's going against, I think, has a fast track to taking on Anthony Fauci. That's just me saying it, though. Dr. Hyder from the Human Centipede movies. That's the first one. Taking on what could be the worst doctor known to mankind until Dr. Fauci, Dr. Drew Pinsky, the man who healed no one. Celebrity rehab, fail. Sexual rehab, fail. Dr. Drew, Dr. Leiter, ask family who you got. Some people were fucking patient. They would get the damn theme song they wanted to, but I guess I don't do it in good enough fucking time on the show. So our next matchup is Dr. Larry Nasser. We see who goes on to the Mount Rushmore versus Dr. Mingle. Ask family who you got.
Dr. Mengel moves on. He moves on. And you know, I'm kicking myself in the ass because this is the theme that I should be playing whenever I get roasted like that. I'm sorry, I forgot about Brett's theme song. It's not easy being gay when you've got a tiny wiener and your pubes are gray. (sighs) All right. Here we go. Our final matchup before we get to the Mount Rushmore will be Dr. Hannibal Lecter versus Dr. Drew Pinsky. For some reason, I I don't even give a shit about the music anymore. Uh, I like this matchup, but here you go. Dr. Drew versus Dr. Lecter. Ask family who you got. Dr. Phil, Dr. Mingle, and Dr. Drew. When we come back for the final segment of the week, hopefully I'm doing my job okay with some of the music that I play, but I guess I'm not. We'll figure that all out next. Shakes it. 
have two good hands. And when your brother is trouble, you gotta reach out your one hand for him. Cause that's what it's there for. And when your heart is trouble, you gotta reach out your other hand. Reach it out to the man up there. Cause that's what he's there for. Take my hand in yours. Walk with me this day.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. All right, welcome back to the big show here on a Friday. We will wrap up Celebrity Ass Deathmatch here in just a little bit. By the way, anybody notice last night's Thursday night football game? Now, now look, I, Jersey Shore was on as well, and, and I'm invested in Jersey Shore. Um... I saw him sing Lift Every Voice and Sing, you know, the African-American National Anthem. By the way, the Bills kicked the shit out of the Rams 31-10. to 10. Did not cover the over like a lot of people thought. Uh, so far in the picks this week, Arnie is leading the picks one game to zero. Joe Murphy picked the Rams and lost last night. But did anybody notice that there was no National Anthem? And by the way, by the way, what the fuck was that pregame show? I had to hit my SAP button. I didn't know what they were singing last night. What the shit was that? Hey, Roger Goodell, you know you have some American fans that might want to see an American artist. I ain't got no problem bringing out the Latino artist to sing. No problem at all. But maybe mix in a little bit, you know, I don't know. Luke Skywalker and the two live crew, maybe. I don't know. By the way, terrible broadcast team. Boy, that's easily the worst broadcast team on television. Uh, until Notre Dame football starts, and it's Chris Collinsworth and Drew Brees. Blech, I think. Now Thursday Night Football is Mike Tirico. Oh, fucking ain't Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth. No, thank you. Ugh. Ugh. I'm ready for Monday Night Football to start with Troy Aikman again. Hail to the yeah. Does that mean Sunday Night Football is going to be Tariko and Collinsworth? Oh, for the love of shit. The first game of the season, I have to sit and listen to Collinsworth and Tariko? Oh, come on, man. Joe, what do you think about that? Come on, man. I'm agreeing with you. The first time in two and a half years I've agreed with you. Oh, that is dog shit. Oh, terrible game last night. Well, both teams were, like, early on in the season, you're going to get everybody firing on all cylinders. And, look, this year the Rams are going to have the Super Bowl hangover. It just happens. Not a lot of teams can repeat. I'm just saying. Um, so uh, all the other games are going to be on Sunday, and then only only one Monday night game this year. Usually they have two, but this year it's only one, and that'll be uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Joe Buck still sucks, but Troy's the man. Uh, singer Ricky Martin, you remember a few weeks ago, Ricky Martin was accused by his nephew of diddling him. We're going to start having to call Ricky Martin maybe a map, even though we will never use that phrase. They're kid touchers. They're diddlers. There's no such thing as not judging someone to have sex with a five-year-old. Yeah, you're a fucking pervert. You're a weirdo. You need to be incarcerated. The end. Well, Ricky Martin, it, it turned out his nephew was making up the whole story. And now Ricky Martin has filed a $20 million lawsuit against his na- nephew, claiming they lost several million-dollar deals due to what he calls false sexual assault allegations. Now, I, I can't think that Ricky Martin's nephew has $20 million. 
Is this Ricky's way of going, look, okay, you can't pay me the $20 million. Well, how about you let me fucking yes a little bit? Uh, the present case is about the singer who is being persecuted, besieged, harassed, stalked, and extorted by a maladjusted person whose interest is to obtain an economic benefit. I, I, I understand that this is... Uh, for principle, this lawsuit, I, I get it, but uh, make maps Epstein MME. I like that. Um, I understand the principle of it, but is this something that's going to end up going to court and, and, and wasting the court's time because this young man who's maladjusted, who's all fucked up, who claims his uncle diddled him, he ain't got $20 million. I mean, do, do, do you take everything from your brother or sister, whoever, you know, you're related to to make this your nephew? I, I get that there's principle involved. I understand it. But when you put a monetary price on there of $20 million, I, I'm kind of lost. I mean, I'm glad that he's filing the suit because a lot of times when – these stories happen, and the celebrities don't sue. It's because a lot of times it's true, i.e., the time that uh, the National Enquirer said that Britney Spears was seen doing cocaine off of toilet seats, which could be one of the hottest things I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, but she never sued. She said, no, it's not true, and she, she threatened, and then they are like, well, we got pictures. She never sued, which makes the story even hotter. But uh, this, one, this one's one of those that, okay, he's suing, so it must have not really happened. I don't know. Can't Ricky Martin just live his Vita Loca somewhere else? I mean, he's... I'm going to ask you a question because I don't listen to a lot of pop music. Is Ricky Martin even relevant anymore? I mean, look, look, he, he, he was relevant for about 15, 20 minutes. He's the go-to gay pop superstar. I mean, he used to be. Now, now it's... By the way, have you, have you seen the ads for this new movie that's coming out? I find it very interesting. Um, it's, uh, it, it looks like a, a rom-com, but it's gay. Like, like it, these two guys meet and they fall in love and, you know, they're in the park and it looks like there's funny scenes. Is... Look, I, I, I don't want to be a jerk here. I really don't. I mean, it's going to be easy for me to be a jerk here. But I'm asking a question. There's probably a reason that they don't make more gay rom-coms. It's mainly because the majority of Americans aren't gay, and they can't, fi- they can't necessarily... Uh, you know, feel the same that they do in rom-coms, regular where boy meets girl. Boy loves girl. Girl doesn't love boy. 
Boy does something over-the-top romantic. Girl loves boy. Girl finds out what he did was all set up. Girl hates boy. Boy does everything right, gets girl in return, and then they ride in a carriage away at the end of the movie. That's something that you know a lot of people can relate to, but the, the gay rom-com? I'm not sure. Ogre, have a great weekend, my friend. Adios to you. Hmm. Very sad. Just I, I I just just wondered about that. Now now this this next story, I, I gotta say, well, I don't give a fuck. Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch rated Maine lobsters unsustainable. Now, that, that, that's going to hurt an industry. A lobster fisherman. I'm a lobsterman. I fish for lobster in Maine. And it's not because the fish or the, the crustaceans are bad or tainted or have oil in them. No, they say that the lobsters are unsustainable due to their reported impact on whales. In July, a federal judge ruled the federal regulators allowed lobstermen to fish with with trap lines that can entangle uh, the whales. There are 350 right whales left in existence. Less than 100 are breeding females. Fisheries reported that only nine of the 34 right whale deaths have been caused by fishing lines. Lobster Lobstermen have been outraged by the Seafood Watch designation. They say that they've used a breakaway line that will prevent whale entanglements. Yeah, look, I got a text message. Honestly, sick and tired of that community forcing their junk down my throat. I can imagine. Gay rom-coms are a pain in the ass to make. Um, Real quick, I like lobster. Lobster is delicious. It's succulent with melted butter. It's even more succulent when you mix it with macaroni and cheese at a fancy steakhouse. Um... I don't know what a right whale is, but I know a, a what is wrong is getting rid of lobster. No, 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 no. No, those, those, hey, whales, look out. You're a whale. You can break free from a line. It's not like we're eating whales. Well, just another reason to make the price of lobster go up. Fantastic. Won't be having that for my birthday. Thank you, Monterey Bay Aquarium, and your fucking algae problem that you've got there, dickheads. Two more stories, and then we're going to finish up with Celebrity Deathmatch. Boy, I don't know which one of these to do last. Uh, uh, all right. Crime watch. Nigerian officials have intercepted, intercepted 
Huge interception happened at the International Airport after a smell from some, some bags and sacks arose suspicion. Custom officers at the International Airport in Lagos intercepted these packages. What were they? Well, let me just tell you, they were 7,000 donkey penises. <laughs> 7,000 donkey penises. <laughs> The donkey penises were smuggled to Hong Kong, uh, but officers intercepted it. Uh, Sambo Deli, somebody's name is Sambo. That's the greatest name I've ever seen. Sambo, the customs controller at the airport, told the BBC that the animal parts were found in sacks in the animal export section. He said the pungent smell was coming from the bed. I can imagine there is a pungent smell coming from sacks of donkey penises. Uh, it's worth about $500,000. The illicit trade of donkey parts, including the penises and skin, is common. The animal parts are used in China to make a traditional medicine called Yao. E-J-I-A-O. Yao. See, it even sounds like the donkeys. In June, the customs said they intercepted 100, uh, 100 kilograms of bags filled with donkey junk. Four months later, more donkey junk was found. Nigeria lost over 6 billion pounds in the illicit trade of donkey junk. It's illegal in Nigeria to kill donkeys for their wieners. Thank God. The Donkey Dealers Association, the DDA. <laughs> hey, man, you got, you got any 62 donkeys? Well, of course I do. Um, the Donkey Dealers Association of Nigeria urged the Nigerian government to prosecute those who do this horrible things to donkeys. <laughs> A real-life bag of dicks, yeah. Yeah, they had tons and tons of bags of dicks. New business idea, boss. How about we open a whale brothel? We can charge money to the lobster industry to get whales to fuck. Maine gets lobsters. Monterey Bay gets more whales. We make millions. It's foolproof, I tell you. We'll be rich. Fame fabulously wealthy. <laughs> the whale brothels. Well, that's going to be tough. We, we're going to have to find some decent marketing to do to those whales. There's a lot of effort to go for for just a piece of ass. Whoa, hey now. There we go. Donkey dick doesn't have the same energy as tiger penis they found. Yes. That reminds me of like an old Saturday afternoon karate movie where, where they do the different styles like monkey paw versus eagle talon. We're going to go donkey dick versus tiger penis. Hey-ya! Yep, going to hell for that one, too. There you go. All right, and our final story of the day and of the week. 
Boy, oh boy, this this is a gal that is not worth fucking. She is not. She is a horrible human being. She goes just by the name of Stacy. She called into the Kyle and Jackie O show with a tough, tough problem. I guess this is a show down in in Australia where they don't have the FCC where you can actually call in. Probably not a stage call. Um, young Stacy's twenty six, and her boyfriend, who she didn't name suffered a terribly bad broken leg in a freak accident, and he has to get his leg amputated. (laughs) Stacy goes on to tell the radio host and hostess that she's unsure she's emotionally invested enough to stay in the relationship and then said she did not sign up to be his... uh, (laughs) His nurse throughout the physical therapy. So this gal says, look, I'm with, oh, crockies. Oh, wait, do we have it? Oh, oh, my. Oh, my. We might actually have this. Health credits are the latest in good. Oh, shut up. I don't care about your stupid bullshit card. Here we go. couple of, like, last week, we've been told that, yeah, it's... it's, Can you imagine being told that, that you're going to lose, like... I think from the knee down, you could go, okay, I can deal with that. Oscar Pistorius was, you know, totally oh, fine. Great ex- apart from going to prison for murdering his wife. No, but, yeah, but in that, that sense, but then when you're losing it up a lot higher, I don't know how that how how that works and I think you how just, mobile you, just, you can I be. I think you figure it out. Like it's a it's a long it's just a hard thing to deal but with. You get you know? up, you get that bloody robot leg on, and you a lot of people soldier on. It's not easy. Oh yeah, it's yeah, not easy. It's that, but it's not that. Like, I'm okay. So I'm, I, I'm fine with like dating, being with someone with a prosthetic leg. Like, if I had yeah. met him and he had it already, like that's fine. Like, I'm not yeah. superficial like that. It's the fact that I've only known him six, like six months, and w- the amount of therapy that he, physical therapy that he's going to have to go through, and also it's just his. He's not taking it well. Like he's gone into like a depressive state, and of course he's I'm now having to leg. sacrifice like so much for this person I've only literally known for six months because we met online. Like, we we don't have any mutual, you know, never any mutual friends. So this bitch wants to break up with her boyfriend in six months after he broke his leg and they got to cut it off. Woo! I got to tell you, this girl is a hoe. Oh, my God. She says, I don't know whether what whether to do it now before the surgery or wait until the surgery's done and then I'm stuck having to help with his physical therapy. Good God. Hey, oh, he's suffering depression, you think? How about you 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 get told that you gotta cut off a leg and you gotta learn to walk on a new one there, honey? What a bitch. Breaking up with a dude because he lost his leg. Arnor entering hell. Do you know why you're here? Big old grin across the face. Oh, I got an idea. How much time you got? Oh, yeah. I'll be like, oh, yeah, those are the notebooks. I see them down there. 
That's not a leg. Now that's a leg. I'd tell him to run, but <laughs> what a what a horrible human being. Oh, he's in some sort of depression. Hey, blimey. This reminds me of, what was that TV show that had the twin girls from Australia on there? They, they've been on a couple different shows where they wanted to be identical in every way, and they tried to get plastic surgery, and they're dating the same fella. Oh, I tell you what, Australians are some fucked up damn people. I know we got Floridians, but fucking Australia is the world's Florida. Just remember that. If he was losing an arm instead, she would find that humorous. <laughs> Very nice. You guys are on the top of your games today. All right, ask family. It is that time to determine who the face of this Mount Rushmore will be. Ask family, let's do it. It is the finals. Of celebrity, celebrity. All right, we found out that the final four is set between Dr. Anthony Fauci and Dr. Phil McGraw and Dr. Joseph Mingle of the Nazis and Dr. Drew of Dateline and Celebrity Rehab. Who is the worst? Let's get it on! Um, yeah, they were on Botched. Those two were on Botched. They had another show, though, that they got. I, I, it was had to be on the... the. Uh, hey, hey, look, look, look here. Look here. Okay, this is it. I, I'm, I'm fucking done. Brett, I'm so sorry that I do not match up that I don't want to keep saying the words Dr. Rob. It's a name I don't really like to use on this fucking show. So this is what we're going to do from now, Brett, is that, let's see, uh, block that user. And if you come back with another name, I knew that was you before when I outed you for impersonating me on MySpace. If you come back again, what I'm saying, Brett, is you're not welcome. This is a Brett-free zone. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of not living up to your expectations of A-team songs and shit. Ask family, I apologize to you that I'm allowing this to get to me, but I've had enough. Go back and listen to the old fucking show, Brett. Fucking Christ almighty. Trying to have a little fun here. Me, I'm going to vote this person instead. Well, you go vote. You know what? This is what you should do because I know you're still listening. Get yourself a board. You've got a computer. And do your own show. You get your own A-Team theme song. You can talk about that other show all you want there and talk about how shitty of a human being I am. Okay? I'm fine with it. If you don't like me anymore, that's fine. You want to cancel your membership? Good. I am sick and tired of you. I've been putting up with you and your lame, shitty jokes since you fucking refound me. And I was not happy when you refound me. And you've emailed me and you said, oh, I don't know. I know exactly it was you that would set up dates while I was married. You'd set up dates with women and 
saying you were me to where I had to send in pictures to MySpace saying this is actually me with my, with my driver's license in front of me. And do you know? Do, do, do you know? Do you know how I was fucking, I, I found out about it? I had an angry wife to begin with at that time who was a terrible human being who treated me like shit from the get-go, who treated me even more like shit and didn't believe that it wasn't me and I wasn't a part of the plan until it was one night when her and I were celebrating our fucking anniversary together. She realized that not even I was stupid enough to set up a date with another woman on my anniversary So take your 303, take all this, all that bullshit. And by the way, the reason why, Brett, I don't play this country is doomed from Joe Biden is because you like it. For the love of God. I'm sorry, ask family, I apologize. I've been holding it in, and, and, and just enough is enough. I, I, I don't like these little nitpicks when I'm in the middle of a show. You want to write me a letter? You want to say, hey, I was thinking about what about this theme song or what about that theme song? Yeah, I, I'll answer your letters. I'm pretty good about it. I can have conversations with people if they don't agree with me. But when you start questioning the show, that's when you piss me off. And now I'm fucking pissed. And let me just tell you. It'll get cranked up even more if you come back because you're not welcome here. This is a place for the ass family. This is for people that get along with each other. They're not into getting picked up on by you. They're, they're, they're not into any of that. We've rooted those people out. This isn't a fucking an extension of Tinder or Grinder, whichever one you're on, Brett. No, Brad Kid, you are not that one because you're not a terrible human being even though sometimes I tell you you are, you're not a terrible human being. Kale says, I like the rants as long as you don't have a stroke. I'm not going to have a stroke. I got it out of my system. I apologize for it happening during the show. I, I'm just tired of this. I'm done. Fuck him. Ugh. Christ almighty. Now, now look, I'm going to... Stephanie, look... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say some things. Stephanie was one of the main people that he went after, saying that he would watch her dogs for her if she went on vacation. He doesn't know who she is. I would never watch somebody's dogs who I didn't know who they were. Creepy, creepy. He hit on poor sassy Pammy, going to her fucking Facebook page, not knowing her, liking all her pictures, and then like creepily saying, "Hey, sassy Pammy," on the thing. Leave the women alone on the show. They are here to enjoy and listen and have a good time. Not to be accosted by you, you fucking weirdo. I had a bad feeling that guy was an ass a long time ago. You were right. Cowboys Girl says, I'm glad I wasn't the one who pissed you off. No. No, because you're not trying to fucking, you know, get more notches in your bedpost. Thanks to this show. Anyone else feel like they're back in high school? 
and that one kid pushed the teacher just a little too far, and the rest of the class just sits there and watch the bomb drop. Yeah, that was entertaining as shit. <laughs> I love you, V. Coop. V. Coop, you are a great, great man. All right, final matchup here. Let's get through this, shall we? We, we have to finish the show. First matchup, ladies and gentlemen, ask family. Here we go in our first matchup to see who the face of this Mount Rushmore will be. Will it be Dr. Anthony Fauci or will it be Dr. Phil McGraw? Fauci against Phil. Ask family who you got. Dr. Phil didn't get any votes. Even Brett got a vote. But Dr. Fauci moves on, where he will be fighting off the the winner of this matchup, the doctor known as the angel of death for the Nazis, Dr. Mengel, versus the man who healed no one, Dr. Drew Pinsky. Dr. Mengel versus Dr. Drew. Ask family who you got. matchup we have to see who the face of this Mount Rushmore will be will it be the doctor who spread COVID or will it be the doctor who cleans celebrities up only for them to fall off the wagon and eventually die Dr. Drew Pinsky Fauci against Dr. Drew ask family who ya got Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for a 
us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring a banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, bananular phone. Hey, no. family, the winner is Dr. Anthony Fauci. The worst doctor known to mankind, beating terrible rehab doctors, Nazi doctors, doctors that touch little girls. Dr. Fauci is still worse than all of them. Wow. And yes, Kale, I think you're the one that said it earlier. Some of y'all need Jesus. Oh, I, there's a lot of people on this show, including its fucking host. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. Amen to that, brother. Oh, all right. That does it for today's show and this week. I once again ask family, I apologize for my lack of professionalism there when I went off. Um, I don't like doing that, especially during the show. Um, but I had to. I, I, I had to for my own sake. So uh, I appreciate it. Uh, we will be back on Monday, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk into is better. Why? Because you are in there. If you go out this weekend, look, NFL kicks off this weekend. I know there's going to be a lot of people partying and a lot of people having fun. Um, but uh, don't drive home. If you get too hammered, get a, get a cab, get a Lyft, get an Uber, get home safely, please. Uh, and that way you can be a part of the show on Monday. So until Monday, have a fantastic weekend, everybody, and adios. Would you like to live in Houston where the cowboys come to town? Or maybe Pensacola Where the sun shines all year round Or even New York City Where the city never sleeps New York City! I'm offering you the option Before you get in too deep If you can do anything else Maybe be good you can find a nice place, have a good life Don't worry about me, I'm gonna be alright You can make a new start You can see yourself clear If you can do anything else, do it But if you can't, baby, you can stay right here There's work up in Seattle If you don't mind the rain San Diego to Savannah 
Outside waiting to arrest him. 